Welcome back to Pass the Jar. I'm your host, Drake Pittman. And I am your co-host, Shane Murray. Shane, how's Drake, it going, Bubba? It's been better. Been better? It's been better. <laughs> Why? Because we are, at this point, completely screwed as an Auburn football fan. Why? I mean, I need an explanation. Like, I don't keep up with Auburn. Oh, but how have you missed it? We don't know who the head coach is. Oh. We have a head coach, but we don't know who he is. No, it's just <clears> been a shit show, and it's really just taken away from the fact that we have the best basketball team in the country, so I'm real sad about it. But outside of that, I'm doing great, bud. How are you? Well, at the time of recording, y'all got that ass whooped by Arkansas. I mean, I wouldn't take it. I mean, it's an overtime whooped. loss, but you yeah, know what On I'm the road, biggest crowd in Arkansas history, you know, I mean, who's counting? Well, there's always ifs and that. Hey, listen. Moral victories. Listen, best team in the country hadn't been beaten regulation. Jeez. That's a fact. Take that to the bank. Alabama beat Gonzaga in regulation. I ain't proud of you. Proud of you. Best team in the nation to me. Yeah. How'd they, how'd they fare against Auburn? I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, as long as I beat you on football, I don't care. See, that's it. So, anyways. Yeah. But uh, outside of that, I'm good. How are you? I'm doing pretty well. How are you? Uh, Elaborate. I mean, it's podcast what made, what season, baby. so good? There you go. It's podcast <laughs> season. As in, I lose a whole day to working on this. Extra day at work. Never hurt nobody. No, not with my work schedule. I, I actually that, got it anyway. I think that's a Henry Ford quote. You sure? All right, somebody saw us on that. He invented the five-day work week, so I'm pretty quote. sure he didn't oppose like an ex- working extra. So, Asshole. Uh, no, like, I mean, life's life. I'm going to work, going to the gym, doing this shit. Must be nice. <laughs> until summer. Until we take a break. Until we go on vacation. So I do have, I have two vacations planned. Before we even end the season. <laughs> Jeez Louise. So come uh, April and somewhere in July, we're going to be double stacking. I like it. Okay. I'm so anyway, you, re- you ready to bring our guest in? I'm ready if you are. Our- One guest shouldn't be nervous because he's been on the TV. The old television. National TV on top of that. So yeah, I'm pretty it- sure that broadcasts everywhere. And it's going to get to work the same because if you say something he shouldn't, guess what? We can cut it out. Hey. Did that ever happen on the TV show before I bring you in? Did that happen? Did you say something you weren't supposed to? Yeah, a couple hundred times. Okay. <laughs> That's good. That's good. Uh, don't do it a couple hundred times on this. Cause, <laughs> do it. Do it. When it's straight audio, you can't just cut video. I'm like, all right, here, here we cut out five minutes. So, Shane, our guests today are that. people that provide jars. Yeah, if it wasn't for the people that we have in this room, we wouldn't have anything to pass. That's what I'm talking about. And so they're always there when the jar's empty. Dang, dude. Like, this is just rolling right now. This is just rolling right now. We should now. write us a country song. <laughs> Anybody want to sing it? Let us know. Yeah, we'll write it. We'll have to get Houston on that. We'll get some royalties off that. Anyways, our guest today. You ready, Shane? Mm-hmm. Jonathan Bray. Hey, hey. <laughs> You're too kind. Too yeah, kind. Yeah. <laughs> and he, he brought a buddy with his him. His esteemed yeah, colleague. Jonathan, bring your buddy in for us. Yeah, man. This is one of my best friends. It's His name's Kalen Rutledge. How y'all doing? He spends a bunch of time with me at nights that nobody sees. So Moonshine. It's only, yeah. Literally. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. It's only it's only right to bring in where credit's due. Yeah, you got to respect you, that. You got to. Now, when I, I do this podcast, I should cut out all of Shane's parts. Right? There you go. There you go. Where credit's due. Where credit's if I'm putting due. in all the work, yeah. where's the credit at? Well, I mean, I'm just, I, look, I've said it once, I've said it a thousand times, I am just a reoccurring guest on this show. He's not a reoccurring guest. <laughs> I pro- Honestly, I wouldn't still be doing this if Shane was not here. Yeah. I'd have been like, you know what, it's time to quit. <laughs> Anyways, so tell us a little bit about yourselves, where you're from, where you grew up, and what your current life is like. I got you. I'm from Carbon Hill, Alabama, born and raised. 
I've uh, lived here all of my life except a few years when I moved off for college. Um, I'm happily married, and I have a beautiful five-year-old little girl. Um, been moonshining for a few years now. Uh, we'll get in more into that a little later, I guess. Yeah. But um, my uh, Kaylin's been helping me for a while, so just tickled to be here, man. Tickled to be here. Yeah, I'm I'm from Carbon Hill too. We grew up together ever since we was knee high to a grasshopper, you know. And uh, I got a beautiful wife. I got two ginormous puppies at my house, you know. <laughs> and uh, we just sit around on the weekends, you know. That's all we do for fun. We make moonshine, fish, we hunt, we do a little bit of everything, you know. Yeah. Wherever we can get in trouble. Pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We try not to get caught. Anything that's that yeah. involves evading the law, that's pretty much. That's us. That's, that's what it. we get a, you know, good. Get that rush for them. Yeah. Yeah. I like, I like my sleep these days, so I don't hunt anywhere near as much. But by God, when it comes summertime, six o'clock in the morning hits, I'm on some water somewhere. That's right. Got I'm a frog tied on, ready to rip it. Ready to roll. Yeah. I heard that. These, this time of the year, I'm like, I don't even touch a fishing rod. I, I usually gotta respool my lines because I just sit yeah. here for about four this months. Is yeah. the most terriblest time of the year, right here, because you know deer season just in and turkey season don't start till March. So you know it's got that you know couple of months of, right there that all you can lull. do is you it's know about too cold to fish. Yeah, yeah, about too cold to fish. So I mean, you really if unless you got rabbit dogs, you ain't really got nothing to do. <laughs> yeah. I'm driving my wife nuts. <laughs> yeah, mine ain't happy with me either. <laughs> Thankfully, I'm playing Xbox again. So yeah, that's yeah. this is about the time of the year I get on a real big video game kick. Yeah. We try that. I failed. Ain't no good at it. Still try though. <laughs> that's all you can do. That's yeah. all you can do. You got to try. See, I hate fishing slow. Yeah. So when it gets real cold, I'm like, oh, there man. ain't no point. This is yeah. awful. I don't want. I don't. I don't want to sit out there and wait on a reaction bite off a jerk bait. Yeah. Because most of the places I fish, I'm probably going to get my jerkbait hung up on some trees. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, I don't feel like doing that. <laughs> That's why I like the crappie, man. Once you find the crappie, you know it's just every cast day right there. It's just boom, boom, boom. And That's then you know you like ain't throwing darts. Yeah. Then I know when I get home, my wife won't be mad at me because now I got fish. And she didn't have to pay for dinner. Exactly. Right. And crappie is the best cook. fish you can eat. Too. You're dang right there. Yeah. Crappie is probably the best, like, freshwater. Yeah, fish. filet mignon of the, fre- of the fresh yeah, water, I would go. say. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah, they're good. No I, like, I like me some Delta catfish, but yeah, crappie's it. Alligator oh, gar is real good. Or just I ain't tried it. Gar. Yeah. It tastes like like gator tail. Have you ever had that? You yeah. mainly just like a tenderloin out of a deer. Yeah. Cut it up in the cubes and fry it. That's good. Shane lived in Louisiana for a bit, so he knows all about that. Alligator. Really? That's cool. I try yeah. to stay far away That's from Louisiana cool as I can. <laughs> yeah. I worked down there for a while, and it was... I don't know, man. It's a different breed down there, buddy. <laughs> See, there, there, there's segments. There's like sections to Louisiana. Yeah, it's it's a it's an onion. I ain't saying it was a bad really? part of the yeah, place. Yeah, it's layered like crazy. Is it a Vidalia? <laughs> Picking up what I'm putting down over, huh? Yeah, <laughs> I'm sure they say that about Alabama too. Though. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Woo, but I mean, you drive 40 miles up towards Birmingham. Different yeah, people. It's definitely mm-hmm. different. I'll be sitting there talking to my patients at work, and I'm like. We are not the same. Mm-hmm. But buddy, when I get a redneck Bubba in there, I'm like, yeah. it's going to be a good night. Relatable. Yeah. I was like, we can talk. Yeah. You get some people, they're like, I live in Mountain Brook. What about you? I'm like, I live in Jasper. They're like, oh. <laughs> like, they just teach you that. Oh. And I'm like, the hell does that mean? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was like, I'm probably, actually, I know I'm probably well, more well-spoken than you are. Like, yeah. I'm very clerical, you freaking rich hick. <laughs> yeah. 
I've been a lot of places, you know. I ain't nothing like home, man. Yeah, that's that's it. small Shit, town living bro. is it, buddy. There was a I saw a TikTok the other day with the sound. It was like I'm proud of this holler or mm-hmm. something like that. And I was like, yeah, I'm proud of my holler down there in Empire. Yeah, I'll, I'll tell you, I'm from there in a heartbeat. Yeah. You say, oh, that's where people get killed. Guess what? People get killed everywhere. There's sure. certain parts. We're of just Empire. better at hiding the bodies in the Empire. <laughs> 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 anyway, so Jonathan reached out. From tick, uh, no, it was Instagram at first. It was Instagram, yes. and then you said I took a break from Instagram. I'm on TikTok, but uh, before that, you like I said, you was on TV. Mm-hmm. So tell us what the TV show was, and then we'll go from there. Yeah, the TV show was on Discovery Channel, um, and it was Moonshiners Master Distiller. So that used to be all one show, and when you watched the show, it would have a like just at the very end of the show when the original guys were done running in the woods and from the wall and whatnot. It was a, a three man competition, you know, or woman competition. Uh, but now it's actually a spinoff. So it has its own series. It's, it's called master distiller. So you can look it up like that. Yeah. And I was on season three. Um, I think episode five, I think I was episode five, uh, battle of the States. So, mm. so mm. what's the, what's the rules as to, you know, um, on this on this show, because Moonshiners so, is just pure anarchy pretty much the whole time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody is it's it's a dog. Eat, it is crazy, man. It is a dog eat dog world in Moonshining, but <laughs> also it's like the most brotherhood thing I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, like the three guys, the two, uh, the two other guys that I went up against, man. I'm gonna tell you, they're some good guys all around. They know their stuff. Um. I can't tell you I'm better than them. I know it, the results came out, but I can't sit here and say I'm I'm better than him. Man, I'm telling you, them suckers are good. They know yeah. what they're doing. And the whole time, neither one of them tried to tear me down. I never tried to tear them. It's a brotherhood. But at the same time, we all wanted to win. Yeah. So so what man, came with cool. winning? Uh, so with winning the show, you get a, a limited run in a distillery, in, the, in a major distillery, which is Sugarland Distillery. And, the best uh, distillery yes, in Gatlinburg, I may sure. add. For sure, for sure. Um, it is the biggest in Gatlinburg, I believe, as well. It's right there off the main strip, right in the center, under the sky bridge there. It's, and it's in the main part of Gatlinburg. So you'll get a, a limited run there with the master distillers. Oh, that's dope. Yeah. Any money? Yeah, yeah. you'll get a, a check off of a percentage of each yeah, jar. So <clears throat> That's dope. Um, and I think I get like 1,000 gallons or something like that, or maybe 750. I forget exactly what it is. Proof gallons. So yeah. that's not just in the mash barrel. That's actually in jars. So Damn. off. Let's see. Yes, 750 <clears throat> pounds. Five, and I get a percentage off all that. So. so we'll touch on this just for a second. You're not the first local to have been on the show. No, sir. No, sir. My uncle was... Um, a contestant on the very first show ever, and he actually won the show too. So, uh, he was the very first master distiller. There he yeah. is. So, props is. to him. Might just say winning this damn thing runs in the family. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We try to keep it in yeah. in, in Alabama. We try to <laughs> yeah. represent the state. So, so when he, I went, that's kind of how they did the battle of the states thing. Because yeah. I was, I kind of had his reputation on the line. Mm-hmm. Um. A little unknown fact, guys, that nobody knows about the show. They didn't advertise it at all. Um, the guy that made it to the final round with me, Mr. Aaron Bice, he was fighting for the same title. So he is the steel hand of the season one winner, 
Tony Perry. He don't have the same last name, but they're cousins. Yeah. They're first cousins. Their yeah. mom and dad, you know, they they're their first cousins. So, uh, and he is a steel hand. They they do hand to hand just like me and Jimbo did. So, it's you know we was fighting for the same thing, but yeah. they. I guess they advertised mine, obviously, because of the results they already knew. But, mm-hmm. but yeah, we, that man, that was nerve-wracking, knowing, knowing that, you know, there was no favoritism nowhere because there's two people that's already won it. So, I'm, yeah. I was nervous, man. <laughs> that, that was rough. <laughs> so, what was – what was like, was there, like, an audition process or something yes. to get you in? So, so um, you have to first and foremost reach out with an email just saying, hey, I've seen where you've advertised, you're looking for people. Uh, I can do it, you know, I have run, you know, and you just name your list, you know, I've run vodkas, I've run, corn, you know, normal corn moonshine liquor, I've ran uh, whiskey, um, just high proof, uh, rum, gin, whatever you want, whatever you're comfortable and have ran, you say, I can do this. So, in the, and in that scenario, they'll, they'll list, if they need a person in that category, you know, th- you'll go in that pool for you know, of people to pull from. So I applied and I didn't hear anything. Well, they finally, you know, come back to you and they have a lot of people. So it takes them a little time, but, um, they come back and said how, um, they've seen my application and want to see some videos. So I sent in a bunch of videos of me running different stuff and just kind of explaining, uh, process. It's almost like interviews in a video. Yeah. And then after that, they, done a small interview on Skype and done a background check and then let me know when to be there. So, and told me what to bring. So pretty cool. Pretty easy. Yeah. Kind of helped a little bit having Jimbo there. They've already seen me on his Facebook. So they kind of had an idea of what, mm-hmm. what I was about before they even reached out to me. So, so did he kind of teach you the way? Oh yeah. Yeah, man. Listen, I, I, obviously I give credit where credit's due. I, I I'm not going to sit and act like I'm some high mighty, Man, I'd be nowhere without my uncle yeah. in the moonshine world. I'd be nowhere without him. Man, we butt heads. We're too much alike. We we love each other to death, literally to death. So, man, he's taught me everything I know, and I give it. I give him one hundred percent of the credit for that. I think that's why I respect moonshine too, is because it's kind of like I'm a big bourbon guy, mm-hmm. so I respect the craft. Yeah, I yeah. don't. I don't like like, you know, all these tequilas and vodkas that you right. kind of see they're quickly mass produced i want something that's taking time oh yeah and a lot of effort yeah if you've watched any of that stuff man there's ways of of uh, rapid aging that bourbon and stuff you know all that bourbon is is moonshine but mm-hmm. it's just flavored in oak and whatever kind of oak you want yep. high, heavy you know light french see American. buffalo buffalo trace does a white dog mash which oh, is man. pretty much moonshine yeah it's so that's good it. too mm-hmm. like I'm like, yeah, that, which everybody was like, bourbon is just moonshine, Asian oak. And I'm like, well, yeah. Yeah, no shit. Because but... <laughs> you got to look back when bourbon started being made. They're probably throwing the barrels like, let's try this. Right. And it That's came right. out brown, and they're like, oh, this is good. Yeah. It's crazy. Like, I, I really like, I love the lineage and, like, history of alcohol. Man, you can go and buy um, online. You can buy, like, different barrels that's been used by Buffalo Trace or... <clears throat> I don't know if Buffalo Trace actually has one, but um, I know I've looked up um, Maker's Mark, you know, Jack Daniels. You can buy their used barrels. Mason down at Twisted Barley mm-hmm. has uh, Buffalo Trace barrels. That really? He aged, he aged a, uh, I think he aged a stout in the Buffalo Trace barrels. Oh, wow. It was so good, dude. Yeah, that's neat. And I don't like stouts. And I was yeah. like, no, nah, I like this. Yeah, that's cool, man. 
But uh, you know, when he was, what age did he start teaching you at? Uh, man, to be honest with you, I didn't get into it. I was after high school because my my grandparents. I was raised by my grandparents, um, which is Jimbo's parents, and they didn't like it. They didn't like that idea at all, and they didn't like Jimbo doing it when he was in school. So Jimbo. With his grandfather, which was my great grandfather, he was a big time moonshiner, and he used to sneak out and help him all the time. And um, so my papa didn't like that at all. Didn't let Jimbo <laughs> do that at all. He didn't want his son going out in the woods running from the law at fourteen, fifteen years old. And anyway, so back probably three, four, five years ago now, maybe somewhere out in there, I would guess. Yeah. Uh, I'd have to, I mean, I don't know the exact date, you know, I just did it on and off here and there, but I know for three years straight, I've done it every single week, just about, you know, <laughs> but, um, yeah, he, I got into that with him probably three or four years ago, I would say, but he got it from, you know, his grandfather. So, so. what's the, what's the nine to fiver? <sighs> Man. With the work of, of moonshining? No, Man. like just everyday life. What's the nine to five? Is it moonshining? No, 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 no. I work with Aldot. I work okay. for Aldot by day and moonshine by night. So how did they so, feel about you going on the show and everything? Uh, surprisingly, man, I have great people to work for. Yeah, they're cool. They understand that I, you know, I can legally make it. I can't sell it or anything like that, but uh, I can legally hone my craft, so to speak. And they're supportive. I mean, he was. My boss is tickled to death that, you know, he knows someone that got on TV and actually won. It was like, yeah. even, you know, the winning part was a plus. He's employee of the month all the time. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, there's no favoritism. Man, it's cool, man. My guys I work with, man, they're awesome. You know, we're all buddies. So so it, it wasn't that bad telling them, hey, I'm going to, you know. I work with a few preachers. So, so yeah. they was like, mm, don't let this take you away too far. And I'm thinking, well, you already knew, but yeah, <laughs> you know, I that, bridge, got that bridge might have been crossed there, preacher. Yeah. Pray for me. <laughs> and, I'll be back. And you can set that bridge on fire with what I probably spilled behind me. Yeah, it'll lie. <laughs> uh, so, well, that's good. Like, I mean, you know, they su- employees should support side hustles. Like my boss at work, like she supports me doing this. She's not. Oh like, yeah. Hey, you don't need to be making those TikToks mm. or making this podcast. No, she, they support it. Like, we understand. Yeah. Work that creative freedom. Mine's the same way. He encourages anything. I mean, we have so many people that does different side jobs. It's crazy. You know, from just construction on the side or concrete on the side or mowing grass. We had a bunch of mowing grass. So, he's like, hey, man, do what you do. Yeah. You so. you got to these days. Oh, you have to. It's hard to make a living by yourself yeah. on income. The American dream. about you, Kalen? Well, uh. I was employed at uh, Warrior Metco. We've been on strike for about eight months now. You're part of that strike. I am, yeah. And uh, hopefully we're going to go back here around April. But uh, that's pretty much what I used to do all the time. You know, I'd wake up, go to work six days a week. I'd come home, have one day to spend with my wife and go do what we did, you know, for fun. But most time all I do, you know, on a daily basis is I wake up. You know, me and him get together when he gets off work. While I'm at home, you know, I piddle around the house. I got a couple side jobs I do, you know. You know, and I go and I hunt and fish a lot. You know, that's about all I do, really, is hunting and fishing. <laughs> luckily, right. the Don't blame me. Hey, luckily, the mines paid good enough to save back, yeah, though. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, that helped a lot. Was You know, my grandpa and my great-grandpa and all of them, 
was all coal miners. So yeah. I'm like fifth generation and it, you know, they've taught me from being young, you know, when you're in a coal mine, your number one friend is, you know, a savings account. Yeah. So save all you can. And I mean, UMWA, they're good people, you know, they take care of you being in unions, like being in a sorority kind of. Yeah. And. You know, they take real good care well, of you. Well, fraternity get, for you. Yeah, I mean, I get, you know. Potatoes. You don't want to be a sor- sorority. Potato, it's 2022. Yeah. You can be in whatever yeah, you want, buddy. Yeah, that's I right. Got you. Yeah. We you identify as a sorority. Yeah. <laughs> more, like, more like a, not really, I wouldn't say a cult, but we're, yeah. you know, yeah. we're brotherhood, you know. You or sister, brother and sisterhood, you, you know. And The uh, general neutral bathroom is on the left. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> but, yeah, they, uh. They take pretty good care of us, man. I yeah. mean, been off work for eight months, and you know, I ain't missed a meal, I ain't let nothing go back. You know, mm-hmm. they they pay me perfect. Now, that was gonna be my next question because I was like, I know it's been going on for a while, yeah, so eight I mean, months. That's that's a long time, dude. Yeah. It really is. I mean, I I had another job that was a full time job, you know, and then uh, that company I worked for, I welded, and uh, we kind of run out of contracts, you know, so they had to start laying people off there. And I knew it was expected, but I had enough money saved from the mines to, you know, pretty much do what I, I could. I could live another two years like this. Yeah. And uh, they pay me. I get, you know, $550 a week to do nothing. Yeah. I, I get a check. I don't have to worry about it. Just coming to my house every week. And that comes in, you know, handy. You know? Yeah. Plus my little side work I do, you know, I make pretty good doing it. So you, uh. Were you, you said you were a welder, you weren't underground or anything? Yeah, I was an under, I run underground, I would run a uh, roof boulder, uh, run a miner, done a little bit of anything on a section. Yeah. I was on long wall for a long time, and uh, about three years, and had bad experience, so I, I bit it off that real quick, you know, got away <laughs> from that part of it. I wasn't wanting to get crushed by no rocks, you know, 1,900 no. foot deep's a long way down. I was the first member of my family in three generations that didn't work in steel or coal yeah that's about right i broke here. the trend because really? <clears throat> yeah my so what do you do i'm sleep i work in sleep oh. at uh, a hospital <laughs> you said sleep for a second i was like no. you did sleep for a living <laughs> shit i wish that would be great i wish are yeah, you somebody, yeah somebody's paying for that <laughs> by god i'll quit my job right now yeah no, hey, we'll yeah. get to the bottom of these yeah. jars we'll be gone. My dad uh, do any study you want on me. I ain't yeah. gonna feel a thing. My dad worked with Thompson Tractor oh, for yeah. a long forever, and then my yeah. granddad he was one of the chief welders over at O'Neill Steel. Oh man! And my great great or my great granddad he worked in the mines. So oh, I was like, good. when I saw how tired those suckers were every day and <laughs> oh, having boy. knee replacements and bad health, I was like. I'm going to school. Yeah, <laughs> I don't blame you. I'm like, I'm going to do something else. Yeah. That's how a lot of people think, you know, coal mining is going to be easy. I'm going to come in there and make buku's of big money like my great-grandpappy did and be set for life. You don't understand, that first year, shovel's your best friend. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, you are a backhoe for the first whole year. <laughs> you might as well go ahead and we get got, out of your head. You ain't coming in there and, you know, going to overstep nobody, house. you know. Mm-hmm. We got friends that work in steel and stuff, and they're like, man, I just worked like a 15, 18-hour day. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I do my three twelves, and I have myself a weekend. Yeah, yeah. I hear you. That's it. You know, hey, like, that's, that's the best way to be. And they're that's like, the well, and they'll kind of like look down their nose, like you only work three twelves. I'm like, yeah, yeah. I was I like, the same you, look, man. But you I know what? Look. I'm in good health, and yeah, I'm happy. Right. That's right. And I'm making money. And yeah. you can spend time with your kids whenever you <laughs> yeah. want, man. That's worth more than anything to me. I work yeah. four ten, so I get the same look. I, I mean, don't work Friday, Saturday, or Sunday. Man, it's great. I think our generation is kind of figuring out though that them seven twelves yeah. ain't the way of life. Yeah, yeah. I mean well, it, it 
gets old. It really does. But uh, the money's for sure there yeah. if you want to make it. You <laughs> know, you got what I mean? the, if you got the right work ethic, you can. I look at it as uh, kind of like a sacrifice. Like yeah. I'm sacrificing my life, you know, for my wife. And, you know, if I have kids, you know, my kids' life, you yeah. know, so that they don't never have to worry about nothing in their life. You know, right. as long as I'm working, they're set. Mm-hmm. See, I had a great uncle. He was in the Brickwood number five explosion back mm. in 2001. Yeah. Yeah. So when I, well, like when that happened and I saw my dad, and my pop kind of doing the same stuff, I was like, yeah. I was in eighth grade. I was like, I ain't doing this. Something yeah. needs to change. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. I mean, coal mining, you know, it's just one thing. It's a dying trait for real. It really is. But I mean, where we're good at is we have the best coal in the world right here in Alabama. Yeah. And, you know, that job's going to be there until that coal ain't there no more, and then they're going to find somewhere else to dig it up, you know. Hey, I like Justified. So, so I know when the coal ain't there, they go somewhere else. Get bent, <laughs> Texas. Get bent. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I got news for you. If I ever left Alabama, it'd be for Texas and Texas only. Yeah, me and you both. Me and you both. Not, not because there's no state income tax, because it's actually pretty dope. I want to go meet Demolition Ranch guy. Yeah, me too, man. <laughs> yeah. That would be Y'all my best that friend. That just looks like one hell of a trip. Oh, yeah. dude, he's yeah. awesome, man. That yeah. dude is awesome. I'd send my kids to Pflugerville High School, because that's where Friday Night Lights are shot. No, <laughs> you, would, you wouldn't know. That'd be awesome. Really? No. No? No, I've toured that town. He's been it there. Is, it is. It's bad? It's not good. <laughs> is it worse than Walker County? Oh, but uh, so, and like the, is, so the show is shot in like 19 different locations, but like where the high school is, like where Pflugerville High School is, unless you just thoroughly enjoy driving in bumper to bumper traffic, yeah, don't fucking go. Oh. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's it, not is, me. it is jam packed. Yeah. Hey, thanks for it's, bleeping I mean, your own self out over there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I look a, out for you. I had a couple yeah, of buddies like and stuff. That I work with, and you know, they're from Texas and stuff, Kentucky. You know, they come down there for work, you know, to make mm-hmm. good money. And they tell me, you know, like in Texas, we got over yonder, you know, which is, you know, five, ten miles down the road. Their over yonder is 50 miles to the mm-hmm. next town. Yeah. You know, their small town is Birmingham, you know. Yeah. And I told them, I was like, I just don't, I can't drive, I don't no. like going to Jasper. Much no. less <laughs> yeah, that's me too. Yeah, yeah I'm, in the, I'm in the city tonight, we all guys. Mm-hmm. Are so, you? Oh, yeah, yeah, we're definitely in the city. Mm-hmm. We have a stoplight, and we <laughs> yeah. run that. Yeah, <laughs> it's more of a suggestion. I mean, it is a suggestion. Yeah. If you don't see lights coming from other direction, just go. Yeah. You know, yeah. you're good. Yeah. I mean, we know everybody. Yeah, like growing up, you know, high school, you know, they didn't even come looking for us to get us in no trouble. They knew we was in trouble wherever <laughs> we was in. They didn't even have to. They get us out of trouble, you know. So when you started moonshining, mm-hmm. we'll get back on track a little bit. When you started moonshining. What were some of the basics where you're like, uh, I got, I have to nail this down? I'm going to tell you the hardest thing to learn is to look at a jar, shake it, and tell you what the proof is. You know where I learned that from, though? How'd you learn that? Popcorn Sutton. Yeah. Yeah, he's, he's the best teacher, yeah. obviously. He's the legend. <laughs> that was one of the early, early episodes of uh, Moonshiners, yeah, too, when right. he, like, like yeah. somebody was talking about him, like, it showed the old clip of him shaking yep. him, like, this is high proof right here. Yep. That's yeah. right. He makes a lot of videos on YouTube if anybody ever wants to get curious about that. He makes some, uh, like the last run of liquor he ever made. It's called the last damn run of liquor yeah. I'll ever make. That's his video I on YouTube. I love watching him get before drunk he, and dancing. Yeah, before he, you know, done what he done. So Now yeah, they sold his name. Like, really? They sell like bottles. It's not jars. Like they sell bottles. Of oh, yeah, yeah. Pam, yeah. Yeah, well, Pam, his wife is in on all that. You know, Pam 
and you know Mark and Digger, yeah, all from the the judges of the show. There, there was still hands of popcorn helping him out and JB Raider. So them four, you know JB, Mark, and Digger. I've met all of them, and they're awesome. But um, Miss Pam is his wife, and there are four are all in, and you know well, do a lot good. of things with, with his name, trying to keep him going and stuff. Man, they do they do a great job. I'm gonna buy it now. I didn't yeah. buy because I didn't know like if it was just something they slapped his name on or if it's like no, it's not just some rich guy in California coming <laughs> ball. No, 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 no. It's it's legit. It's yeah. those four guys that they're pay, or three and a, and that sweet lady that's they're patriots. Yeah, they've been there through every walk of it. Man, I'm sure Miss <clears throat> Pam knows has forgot more than I'll ever know. So I mean, <laughs> you know, it's 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 it, they're cool people. Yeah. So, uh, anyways, carry on with you know the first things you had to learn. Yeah, first and foremost is be you know that's 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 the hardest thing I would learn is how to do that for sure is is the shake test to learn how to look at it and tell uh, tasting it is a lot easier than shaking it. Um, another thing that is challenging at first is your mash in. I mean, you want to be able to carry like if you if you start out simple, you know, like I did with just corn, you know, sugar, water, and yeast. You got to figure out how to how to carry over enough alcohol, but also not taste like rubbing alcohol. You know, yeah. you want it to take, have that corn flavor, you know, roll over. So that sweetness. Yeah. There's a lot of trial and error that you want to bite because if you, if you drink it, it tastes like corn water, you know, <laughs> and they're going to look at you like, yeah, you robbed me of my little, whatever you charge off a jar or whatever, but, and they're not going to come back. So you want to make sure to have that, that happy medium of, of sweetness, but I need a bite. Yeah, behind it so you know put some hair on your chest so to speak yeah <laughs> that's probably the most challenging man the uh if if i had to give any advice for anybody out there starting or whatever man low and slow wins i know that sounds crazy you want to do the very best you can and be productive but and you can you can ask kaylin man the first time he ever came over there he was like man can we not turn this up just a hair like like you know, that water hose will run a lot quicker. And I'm like, yeah, I know it will. It will be done in like an hour, but then we're not going to sell none of this or move any of this or yeah. use any of this because it it's going to be like drinking fire. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, so the low and slow wins, you know, you can, and you have more time for adjustments, low and slow. So this just patience, yeah. man. I'm telling you, if you ain't got it, you'll get it with moonshine. <laughs> so do you, like, do you have like a natural source of water? Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We. Use, you don't have to say where. Yeah. 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 <laughs> we definitely have a natural source of water, and there's also ways of living in the city to get a natural source of water. Really. So yeah, for the city folks, you can get like filters that is that will clear basically make your water spring water. You can run it through one end. When it comes out the other end, it's filtered. So it's. Oh, sweet. Yeah, man, it's cool. I didn't know that. See, like, I don't like drinking certain waters because it's been so purified like it, there's nothing in it right it's just chemicals mm-hmm. at that point there's some things that's good and there's something that's bad in water. yeah so you know if your water tastes like chlorine that's you know that's not good yeah don't need that no. i don't want iron water either you ever had any iron water no i've never had iron oh water. man it's no count <laughs> it tastes <laughs> like it come out of the sewer it's awful yeah, yeah it's, it's terrible but yeah then there's some that just rolls right off the rocks mm. That's the best. That's so, yeah. That's that's hard so, to yeah, beat. You can get filters like that. And do that so that's why they the moonshine in Gatlinburg is actually pretty decent. Yeah, it's like, decent. It is good, man. It, yeah. it is really it's good. That's one of the issues I have, and I'm sure. Like, okay, as a moonshiner, how do you feel 
if you go up to Gatlinburg and you and the wife are like walking the strip, you're like, let's go get a couple of drinks. You go into these distilleries, they have like 30 and 40 proof liquors. You want to know how I feel about yeah, that? Yeah, I want to know how you feel about oh. that. <laughs> we ain't got to call them out by name. No, I feel like that ticked the nerve right there. <laughs> Man. Because I'll, I'll tell you mine before you have to yeah, give me a please, painstaking story. Please, if I go please, in there and please. see 30 and 40%, you know when you're doing a little sample. Proof like or percent? Or proof. Okay, yeah, I got you. Proof. Sorry. They're like, if you don't want it, flip your cup over. And they're like, this is 30 proof. Blah, you can mix in your coffee. Like, flip that over. I don't yeah. give a shit because yeah. I ain't going to oh, drink yeah. it. Yeah, I ain't. I don't drink coffee. I don't want it, man. When I think about it like this, when and there is there is only one thing I can justify that I personally have made, which I'm not a distillery, a major distillery, so I haven't branched out with every flavor there is in the world. But I have made some pickle shine, and it's good, but it has to be low proof because if it's already pickles are stout, mm-hmm. yes, you know. So if you put 140 proof liquor in on top of them pickles and draw it down to 70 or 80 proof, it still feels like you're drinking 140 liquor yeah, because yeah. of how stout the pickles are. Mm-hmm. But anything else that I personally have experience with, if you give me 15% alcohol, which is 30 proof, whatever your percent is, you times about two, two and that's your proof. proof. Yep. If you give me 30 proof, you have robbed me because personally, you have sold me. Think about it. Fifteen percent of a quart jar is nothing, or is, is alcohol, which is not even to the mason on that mason jar. Mm-hmm. You know, so everything above that is apple juice or whatever you call apple pie yeah. Or, yeah. or whatever jar. You know, that it drives me nuts. So when I see that in in, in these major distilleries, it's like mm, I just want to, you know, like. <laughs> Hey everybody, come see me outside. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, let me put y'all can, on. Something. I can put you on game. <laughs> I got you. We'll, outside. Ta- we'll take a five-hour yeah. trip back down to Alabama. Yeah, you'll yeah. be all right. Yeah. See, some of those though is I'm like, what's the point? Yeah, like, I know. It. Really, what's the point? And I, I asked one of the bartenders, and he just shrugged his shoulders. Especially some of the thicker ones, like I'm with <sighs> like butterscotch. I can make that as high as you want it. Like the one I made on the show. I can make that as high as you want it because that butterscotch is thick. It pulls through. So all them creamy ones, they put it 20%, you know, 40 proof. Yeah. It's like, man, dude, what? if you would make that at 60, just 60, mm-hmm. dude, that would sell so much more. I Personally, I would think. Yeah. Because you give them their buzz, but also keep the, you know, the women around to drink. I mean, I don't know if you know this, but alcohol, as far as moonshine sales, I bet you it's, I bet you it's 70% women. You would think it'd be men. Mm-hmm. Now the the thirty percent that's just strongly men is probably clear, but yeah. women wise, man, they hear these crazy drinks, and that's what draws them. Yeah. You know, you don't see women. I mean, I know that women buys like vodkas and whiskeys to mix drink with, but you don't hear them saying, "Oh my God, I want to go down a bottle of pineapple vodka." <laughs> you know, you just don't hear that. Yeah. Or pineapple, you know, whatever. You don't hear that. But like these mixed drinks you see of moonshine, man, they're all over it. Yeah, it's, they're easy. That's easy for them. So, you know, when they give them that 30%, you're like, man, if you would get them just a little buzzed off of that, mm-hmm. they're going to buy so much more. Yeah, they're going to buy more and more. Yeah, you know, but it, but it's a win-win. You know, you're pleasing and they're pleasing you back. So, but I guess the cheaper the better for them. I'm, I'm not sure on they're that. They're kind of playing on a placebo effect of, oh, well, yeah. this is moonshine, so it's going to get me drunk really fast. Yeah. Not See, the case. It's not, not, it's not the case at all. That's, that's not. 
Brother, yeah. I grew up in Empire, so when I went to Gatlinburg, when they first like got the distilleries, I was like, oh, cool, moonshine. Mm-hmm. And they're like, this is 30 and 40 and 50 proof. I'm like, dang. That ain't moonshine. No. Put, an, I was asterisk, like, I'm a put an asterisk beside it. Now when I when they like pull out the blue flame and you know the original corn liquor, mm-hmm. the white light, and I'm like, okay, here, thank you. That's moonshine. I, mm-hmm. I'll say thank you for that one. Yeah, you know, you give me this caramel apple fruity tooty punch shit. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> don't give me that. Yeah. So my butterscotch. If you go back and watch my episode, I don't know if even one of you actually got to watch mm-hmm. it, but um, my episode on uh, Master Distiller, he was like, what do you think this is? I said, and I, now I don't know if this part was on here, but I was like, somewhere around 70 proof is a great number for me to guesstimate because I know what the proof I put in it, and I know how much I put in a butterscotch and cranberry, so I'm going to say about 70, and I turned it in. And then a lot of that stuff gets cut out for time purposes, but yeah. uh, if you look when he's judging this, he says, I bet you that's right about 70. 70 to 80, I think that's his exact words. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, it was right on the money, you know, yeah. but – to think that a mixed drink is seventy proof. Seventy proof is. Oh, dude, you're you're, you're drunk. You yeah, can't right. drink a jar of seventy proof. No. If you drink a whole jar of seventy proof, you're crazy. No, you know, you're drunk. I you're mean, going to the hospital. Be, yeah, you're, you're drunk. More than likely, you're gonna end up in an emergency yeah. room getting that you know, stomach pumped. That's more than a fifth. You know, when you drink a quart, that's more than a fifth. You mm-hmm. know, that's a fourth. That's not a fifth. I always give old smoky <laughs> shit because they come out with all these flavors that just ain't really high proof. Yeah, but they had they made a hunch punch that was like eighty proof. Yeah. I drank that like half a jar one night, and I woke up the next day. I was like, "Yeah, I hate kudos." Yeah, kudos. You know, most people drink when they drink moonshine. They always have a couple beers here and there, and just whatever. Especially at my house, we we play games and have a good time at my house with all of our friends. (laughs) And we're drinking beers. Everybody's got their mixed drinks, but I got the shine out. You know, if we finish a bottle of that, usually. Usually we got some people acting yeah, crazy. Night, that night's it, getting, that's a good night though, yeah. in my book, man. We have we have a we cut down. So, it, so as a moonshiner, like you know, you make it, yeah. and how how do you feel about the? I guess the mantra that it ain't moonshine if it ain't pure rock gut. Like if, um, if it ain't one hundred forty proof, I don't want it. Like how do you feel about that mantra these days? I I respect it to a, to a sense because I try not to let the new age um, kind of thing outgrow what has never been broke, so to speak. Yeah. But um, I, I definitely respect a lot of the guys. It's like, hey man, look, you know, if it don't burn me from when it hits my lips to my till it comes out the other end, I don't <laughs> want it. Yeah. So you know, lift if, the tip. They call yeah, it lift, lift the tip. Exactly. Yeah. So if, if 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 he comes up saying something like that, I could put something on him that he'll be pleased. I can promise you that. I mean, yeah. I got some one seventy <laughs> sitting in the house right now. Ooh, so doggy. I mean, I mean, right now, just yeah. off the last run that I made, what four or five days ago, me and yeah. him made four or five like days ago. Ration, hey, they keep running up field. these gasoline prices. I bet yeah, you you'll be all right. right. Yeah. Oh, you, you could start a lawnmower or something off of it. it yeah. It's pretty flammable. Yeah, yeah, they got a good combustion rate on it. Oh yeah. So I mean. I could put something on him that he'll say, "Hey, that's too much." Yeah, you know, I, I could be that guy, but I let him just find what he's what he's comfortable with. I, I try to meet the need everywhere, yeah. man. Th- to those type people that come up nowadays, there's forty, fifty, or sixty of the ones that says, "Hey, don't kill me, but get me drunk. Yeah, give me something decent I can handle." You know, and that's where I'll give him a hunter proof, or I'll give him a butterscotch. Is there a story? I feel like there might be a story on a guy that came up and hit you with a, I, I want that go blind. There is, and for sure. And did not <laughs> want that go blind. There's one person, and actually, this wasn't even with <laughs> Kalen. This this guy come and um at my uncle's house one time, and 
and he wasn't buying anything. He was just trying to he was just trying to test us, mm-hmm. I think. And he was like, "Man, let me take a sip of that." And uh, so I was like, "You know, here, you know, you ain't gonna handle this. This is one forty. Oh man, I'm used to drinking that. That's easy. That's easy." So we handed him, and we lied to him. We handed him a hundred proof. He was like, "Man, that's the smoothest one forty I ever drank." You know, he was just really gassing it. Like, give me something. Give me about that one sixty range. We had the one forty that was sitting there, and he went just kind of like dry heaping and couldn't get that big shot down. Yeah. And just when he threw it up, man, we me and Jimbo laughed and laughed and laughed. We told him, "I was like, hey, big dog, that was one forty." <laughs> You know, if, if we would have really if gave we, you 160, you'd, you'd be laying over yeah, there, you know, yeah. like you'd have been in the pile. Come on, man. <laughs> Pride ain't the biggest thing no more. Don't, uh-uh. don't do that here, please. See, see the old mill, they did a, what they call backwoods cut. And I was like, mm-hmm. oh, okay, well, better be backwoods cut. Then. Yeah, that's right. It was like 140.1 proof. Oh, man. It was ever bad. bit of it. It wasn't bad neither. Like, go yeah. like, well, no, one not supposed to taste like water. Let's yeah, just get no, that out of there. No. For all these people that says if you can make a perfectly, you know, yeah, if you think you're gonna put 140 down and just not go and drink it like a, you know, a Michelob, you're not. I'm just gonna tell you, there's yeah. not. That's not out there, guys. Mm-hmm. That's not out there. That one for 40 proof sucked the wind out of me. Yeah, we also done oh, that. Man. It would me. We done that on the tail end of. We did oh, on dude. YouTube. Yeah, it was really. Like, we did it was, a YouTube. It was a yeah, lot, yeah instead of starting <laughs> the video with it, which probably would have been smarter. We ended it with it, and mm. I don't remember anything from probably midnight that night till about 3 p.m. two days later. Yeah. Mm. It was, uh, hang on a second, I'll show you something. Yeah. You know, uh, like a lot of people think, you know, well, if it's made in Gatlinburg, it ain't moonshine. I'm like, let me tell y'all something. There's some of that stuff they make up there in that joint. Yeah. It's moonshine. Oh, yeah, for sure. Oh, yeah. Because we had just, we had pounded. I think that's what we were doing. I think he had just got back from Gatlinburg, and he brought like five or six jars. Sugarland, you know, Old Smoky and all that. This is after we hit the backwoods cut. <laughs> <laughs> that was that was pure concentration on my part of going. I didn't know if a throat was coming or you was falling over. I didn't know what was yeah. coming right there. That, that was what it was. Like, yeah. it hit me, it hit the tongue, throat, stomach, and that was my. Uh-oh. You going to stay there? Yeah. I mean, you got to think, right. Everclear, for one, Everclear. All right, I'd love to see somebody just take a bottle of Everclear and down it. It's 100, you know, it's 100%, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. So, I mean, 140 proof liquor is way worse to me than drinking a shot of Everclear. You know what I mean? It's That's tough. Fair. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. And well, Everclear is, is clean. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. there's nothing in it. There's not like ethanol or anything no, in it? No, no. Yeah. It's all it's it's just alcohol. Yeah. yeah, it's alcohol. It's, 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 it lives it up to the name. So yeah, it ain't yeah. moonshine. It's alcohol. Yeah. I Googled one night how to make apple pie moonshine. And this guy poured Everclear in like a Gatorade, like mm. igloo cooler, you know what I'm mm. talking about? And like started mixing all this shit in it yeah. and whatnot, and I was like, "You bringing that up?" Yeah, actually, I've seen that guy like, actually. You does that, that work? Up reminded me when we were in. I'm, I'm gonna hand you the phone so you can read it and tell me what you think. We were in Guam, and this guy had set up like a mobile steel basically in the shower of the little like condos that they had us in. Shout out to the Air Force, but uh, he brings like three crates to like a little block party one night and he had apple pie moonshine he had made and like he talked about earlier he still had the sticks in it and everything so i took a drink of it and i was like all right this is actually really damn good 
He's like, all right, well, if you'll get me the ingredients, I can make you some more. I'm going to hand you the phone. You read the ingredients. Tell me what you think. <clears throat> Ooh, there it is. Got a master distiller judge yeah. in these ingredients. Yeah. <laughs> Yikes. Um, the laugh is telling. Yeah. Very telling. <laughs> we were also on a tropical so, island, so getting these supplies was yeah, very limited. Yeah. Oh, yeah. man. I'm, I'm swapping some of your messages off. So yeah, it's fine. Uh, it's fine. Big actually, popular. He's, he about to pull up on a Shane Dick. Yeah, man. Yeah. This dude right here is popular. He's blowing up, guys. Yeah. He's blowing up. Big um, popping. They call So, <laughs> actually, he's on the right path. See, I take a, a different approach, which I have my own shine. So, I don't have to use the Everclear mm-hmm. that he's got on here. Um, or the, the 190 proof grain and alcohol, which is whatever he made. So, obviously, I use my own. I don't know what the Joe whatever. Oh yeah, that was that was just that was his name. That's how I looked him oh, up later. Oh, yeah. sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Shout out Joe. Yeah, shout out, <laughs> shout out to my new friend Joe. Uh, but actually, he's kind of on track. Uh, heavy on the cinnamon, man. Oh to yeah, my, to my yeah. likings, but but yeah, man, he's on track for for most part. Okay, there's there's actually a couple things that I throw in there to to do a different. Yeah. Right. You know, smoothness and also bring out the apple in it. Because a lot of times when you taste apple pie, you taste more pie than apple. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So there's a there's a small, small trick I could help that guy out with. Really See, easy. there you go. I love, like, Joe, I love, obviously, and hit me up. Yeah. <laughs> I love we'll homemade to turn you like, out. apple pie moonshine, but Old Smokey's apple pie, the 70 proof, mm-hmm. when they decide to up it to 70 proof, oh, yeah. I was like, now we're talking. Yeah, that's that, right. That, I think that's like, where apple pie is supposed to be, man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's when they made that in the woods. That's where that's supposed to be. Perfect. And that's where my state. You know, you get, you can drink, you can sip this, you can enjoy this, or you can get wild on this. You can this. get wild on it. Yep. Whatever you need to do. I remember it's the first there. time when we sampled it and I bought the jar of it, I told my wife I wish I could poke a hole in the bottom of the jar like a freaking beer can and just shotgun it. Yeah. I was like, it's true. so good. And, you know, like we were talking about uh, Sugarlands before. Poured some cheer wine in that shit. Mm-hmm. You have a great time. I'm telling you, that stuff's good stuff. <laughs> yeah, the way they do it and everything's so different. <clears throat> in Carver Hill, we we don't. Do y'all eat the fruits out of the bottom of the jars or anything like that? I've tried. I've ate some peaches out of yeah. the bottom of some homemade. You know what we call fruits in the bottom of the jars? Nope. We call them assholes. Oh no! Okay. If you drink or if you drink your jar and eat whatever fruit, peach. You know, if there's some watermelon slices, pineapple slices, apple slices, whatever's in the bottom of your jar, they're called assholes. If you make it to the bottom and there's nothing left but them apples, and it's on one sitting now, obviously, and you eat them apples or pineapples, you're fixing to be an asshole. There's no sense. way that nobody fits to tame you. You're yeah. you're ten foot tall and bulletproof uh-huh. at this point in time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, might as well be a crackhead. Yeah, <laughs> so get ready, everyone. Here I come. <laughs> so before we jump into uh, like you what you and Kaylin are kind of up to now, <clears throat> walk us through like the episode the stages of your episode, like okay. what they how you had to progress. You gave us how you all pretty much auditioned. Yeah. So what was the stages of the show? Yeah, so showing up prior to the show, um, kind of met everybody out there that's going to be on Master Distiller that season. Was this a one-day thing? No, 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 no. This was, you know, I, I went there three or four different times, and every time I went, I went, for, well, three times, I went for four days at least, at least. Now, one time I got held over for like six or seven days, um, but that that's a whole other story in itself. But um, 
when you know getting there prior to the show, you you meet everybody that's going to be on the season, and doing that, you have no idea who's against who. You really don't until that night, the first night there. You're going to your episode that next morning. Everybody knows to go to the fire pit. There's a fire pit out front that everybody drinks around every night, shiners only. And you go down there and, hey, I'm such and such from such and such. I'm on the corn. I was on the corn apple. Uh, was it corn outlaw liquor? I think it was before yeah. they changed it to Battle of the States. Um, so I was telling everybody there who I was from, and then, and then two guys were like, hey, you're against us. And I was like, okay, cool. So that's where I first met Tim and Aaron. I'm going to whoop your ass. Yeah, at first I looked over and both of them guys were, you know, way older than me. And I was thinking, yeah. What the hell did I get myself in? Yeah, why did I let Jimbo talk me into this <laughs> shit? You know, I know he's one, but he ain't one enough for me to know. So I'm, I'm screwed, you know. So anyway, so we went to our first day of, ep- of uh, filming and, you know, we got ready to go. All we did was mash in. So we was there for two or three days, and then we mashed in. And uh, when we mashed in, you know, to ferment our alcohol, uh, after that, we done our interviews and stuff as far as, you know, it took some time doing your interviews and everything, getting everything ready for TV as far as your background and stuff. Excuse me. So done that, and then we went home. And then in a week, when our mash fermented off, we all, everyone came back, and we had separate days. So you can't just come back and go straight to filming. You know, you have to give everybody else time too. So like there's eight episodes, I think something like that. So you can't just go straight into your episode, go back to the house. You have to let everyone, you know, I go at seven, they go at 10, they go at, you know, three, you know, tomorrow I go back at, you know, 12, you know, it's, it's, it's all, it, it's, it's nonstop. So you're there for a few days. When I come back after mashing in, um, we did the first round and, to my surprise, I didn't – everybody knew the second round, but I didn't know the second round when I got there. They said, hey, you're going to be running corn, and then you're going to flavor it. So I brought corn liquor, the, you know, the stuff I was going to need for corn, my corn mash, and I brought my butterscotch to flavor. That middle round that people saw, I had no idea. Yeah. Me and my uncle threw that together at like 11 o'clock that night, ran to a Walmart. <laughs> And threw that together, honest to God, that you can call anybody that knows us. That's a, that is the truth. So I run that first round, and he said, "Man, this is a perfect jar." And I I believe I got second that round. Yeah, I believe I got second. So I got second in the steel pick. So um, I went after I ran that. We went and picked our steels, and then I went home. So. Picking the steals is fun, man. It was kind of nerve wracking. I was thinking I'm gonna forget something, but <laughs> but I I grabbed everything I could grab, and that way, if anyone needed anything, I had it too. So I helped uh-huh. I helped the third guy out in my episode actually because he did, he forgot a seal, and I had an extra seal, so um so I had I had one for him. But um like I said, the brotherhood's real. But the going home after that, picking the steal, you come back. I, like I said, when I got back, I still didn't know the second round. I was thinking. You know, I can't flavor butterscotch because that's what's going in the stores. So there's a round missing here. No one's telling me. And uh, I reached out to the producer and I was like, hey, just kind of the heads up on what to bring. And they're like, yeah, you're going to flavor your your corn liquor with another fruit or whatever you want to flavor it with. But it needs to stay cor- it needs to stay clear. I was like, man, I can't do that with butterscotch. Like, yeah. I mean, I could, but then... You know, it was just kind of confusing. Like, you should have said something, so I could have brought. So, I, yeah. I rushed over to Walmart, grabbed some stuff real quick, and just kind of got it through it together. I was thinking, man, I'm already going to use cranberry in my butterscotch. 
So I was like, man, let's make some cranberry liquor. You know, so me and Jimbo yeah. was like, I hope this works. Yep. You know, probably, so probably we threw it together. It. And there's not a unofficially who won that second round, but you could you can tell that me and Aaron made it obviously out of that. But I, I feel like they favored me some on that round. So I kind of felt like me and Aaron was on level playgrounds now. He's won one, I've won one, and uh, Tim got to go home. So when on the last one, and by the way, if you think for a second Tim Johnson can't make liquor, you're crazy. He does a great job, man. He yeah. honestly he makes he makes great stuff. Um, just want to give a shout out to him. But going on to the third round, um, we left and we come back to do our last and final round, and we um got in there. All our liquor that we have made in a previous is sitting there, so we've had several gallons to pick from. We do nothing but make our flavorings up, you know, in our last round. And it's kind of funny. Uh, if you don't know who Mark Rogers is off the judges, uh, he's one that loves to drink. So he don't drink, you know, 100-proof liquor. He he likes 110, 120. You know, he likes to – he's one of them yeah, guys. He wants to drink. He's one of them guys. Yeah, yeah, like, you know, I've drank this. I was a kid. I'm like 60. You know, you got to show me something, yeah. kid. You know, don't, don't come here without showing me something. So he was watching me mix my stuff up. He was amazed at how I did – you know, I didn't just pour juices in a, in a, in a pot – and just act like I was stirring something. No, no, I heated up. I crushed candy. I heated it up. I made it a syrup. I put it into a juice, and then I turned it into put liquor with it. Yeah. You know, like, and then obviously some other ingredients was in there too. But yeah, don't it, give away recipes. Yeah. No, but I'm just saying there's a lot of ingredients. You know, a lot of stuff. He saw that I was working. Like he was like, man, this young fella's onto something. You know, so but he was kind of giving me. Hey, he was right in front of me. You know, so he was kind of giving me heck. He was like, hey, man, you know, I don't drink it unless it's high. So when I made my first jar up, uh, I tasted it, and it was a little low, probably about 55 or 60, I guess. And I was thinking, oh, these guys drink 100 proof straight, 70, 75 would be great mixed mm -hmm. drink liquor, you know. So I was going to add them a little more. So I started adding a little more. He said, yeah, I thought you needed a little more in there. And so I kind of <laughs> like snickered at him. He was like, and I made that one up, and I tasted it. I said, oh, yeah, that's going to be the one. So – I stuck it in my chiller over there to get my cold. I wanted it really cold because he mm -hmm. had ice over there turning and twisting his eyes left and right. I was thinking, man, he's going to have a milkshake over there. This is going to be cold. <laughs> so I put it over in my worm trying to get my cold and uh, cold as I could. And he was like, you need to make another one. <laughs> you know, Mark was. You know, he was like, you need to make Mark Rogers. He's like, you need to make another one. I want it higher. So, I, you know, I kept playing with him back and forth. So I did make another one just to taste it and, Man, it was more alcohol than butterscotch. <laughs> so, but I ended up turning in the jar that I thought would win, and lo and behold, I won. Man, yeah, you could tell when he said you're the next master distiller. I was, I was like, whoa, mm -hmm. like this is surreal. Shot. Yeah, I thought you know he was gonna let me go home respectfully, go you know because we were two great shiners. But and and I was okay with that. I mean, I'm okay to an ex to a you know an extent. Obviously, mm -hmm. I wanted to win. Yeah. But man, I knew that if I lost, it was against somebody that that knows what they're doing. So. <clears throat> Okay, so with all of that being said, mm -hmm. he brought us two jars. Yeah. Yeah. So which one's the first rounder? The first round is the clear. Shane, let's do the honors of this. Yep, we'll pass this is. jar first. Yeah. Kalen's yeah, like, like, oh boy, here we go. Kalen yeah. got real excited on that one. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, baby. I love that smell. That's some racing fuel right there. <laughs> go ahead and take your sip of it. That's dead on the nose, 100 proof, what I turned it on the show. 
Man, that's so smooth, though. Yeah. It don't burn you till it gets down, don't it? No, it's burning my tongue a little bit, but I like that. Yeah. So I, got, I like a rye bourbon. Yeah. So, you know, got a little bite to it. And it hits everyone differently, but that's, that's th- good. Dude. That's good as hell. See, like, yeah. me, you know, I can drink it and don't burn me until it hits my gut. See, yeah. I feel it in my gut now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. see, that's me. It'll hit me in my chest. It just takes me a minute. I don't get anything on the mouth. No. I'll get it in the chest. I get it right there in the chest. It's yeah. not bad. No, I feel it in my stomach, and I had to take, take a second because... I had buffalo chicken for dinner. <laughs> so it's like, which one is this? Is this buffalo or is yeah, this moonshine? Is this moonshine or buffalo chicken? But yeah, that's what I made on the show. I kept it simple and I do a corn recipe that's pretty simple, but you know, I've tweaked it to my likings. Go ahead and pass the jar to them, fellas. Oh, yeah, no, Don't yeah, leave man, them hanging. Definitely have Jesus. A, Here's a the lid. Kaylin, I'll pass you that lid. And while y'all are working on that one, Shane, we grab. Oh, yep. And this, this right here is the winner, correct? That's it. it. The you butterscotch. Yes, sir. I'm looking forward to that. That is the butter crayon is what we come up butter with. Butter crayon. Yeah, it's got some cranberry in it. You won't taste much of the cranberry at all. That face said it all. Maybe. But I had to have some butter, some cranberry in it, so. That was a face for radio you made. Son of a bitch. No, you can't have it. This is mine. <laughs> Shane needs a jar. Shane, <laughs> go get the other jar outside. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, I'll go get the other. Yeah. Gee, dude. That's some good stuff. No wonder you won. Yeah, man. That that right I appreciate there that. is the best flavored moonshine I've had since Mark and Digger's Rye Apple. I pre- I really appreciate that. that I, I like I'm a moonshine connoisseur when it comes yeah. to the flavored. Man, that means a lot. That holy well, that means just, a lot. You wasn't putting on neither. That's one of the many. That is so good, dude. Yeah, I really appreciate. I'm gonna get your phone number after this. Damn, I, man. Like even just sitting on the tongue, like that just yeah, it's cool, oh, right? Oh my god, <sighs> yeah. I appreciate that, man. Golly, dude. The adult version of me reaching into Papa's Werther's bucket yeah. is that. Yeah, that's exactly. what I go for, man. Yeah. It is, I'm not going to lie, it's a lot of work. I wouldn't make Golly. it without It takes without a minute. Kaylin. And my wife, I'm telling you, my wife puts in more hours than go, people Kaylin. knows too, man. She's awesome. She's Holy right there with me. God. Dude, that is, yeah, that is phenomenal. I'm serious. That is the best flavor moonshine I've had. I'm really yeah, glad. A, I'm really glad some got my mustache me. too, because now yeah. I'm just getting a little flavor saver. Man, and there's not a lot of moonshine you can drink and the aftertaste be so, so dominant, yeah. so good. God, I'm happy. I try not to brag on myself, but no, you should. I, you I, brag on yourself proud. for that. I man. am proud, honestly. Yes. I'm proud, and I'm thankful for what I've been taught. So they did a run of this in Sugarland. That's what's going to be in Sugarlands right there. When is that? When is it going to? I haven't got anything back. They said that is. From instead of the, see all um, people I have contacts with are producers and stuff like that, and they said they have officially turned me over to Sugarland. Yeah. So I'll be expecting them at any time. Mm-hmm. I'll have to go down and approve what's going out yeah. into the bottles and stuff like that, and do labeling. Maybe you it's around that. July when I'll be there. Yeah. If not, man, I'll work out something with y'all. Give I'll, you I'll buy 17 jars, man, I'm telling <laughs> I you. I want one set up right there beside oh, that right will. Oh, let me we tell will. you, you make it happen, I'll have one right there by my sign, <laughs> Mark Rogers t- jar. That's right what there. I'm talking about. I'll put a signature on it if I need to. I want to oh, be yeah. on there, and I want to be on the TikToks right there. Yeah. yeah. Every TikTok, you'll see me in the background. Right you see, so you've worked with the man that signed my jar. I have. Mm-hmm. I, actually, I have met him a separate time. Every July, I go down. And actually, the year before COVID was uh, October, but um, every hey, you July, gotta take a shot or drink your yeah, beer. You yeah, said yeah, the COVID, yeah, right? You said the same. Now I gotta do it too. <laughs> yep. Amateur hour out here. What y'all doing? My wife told me we don't need to talk about it no more. <laughs> yeah, I'm good. I'm I'm good with that. Excuse me. So, 
every July we go down to what me and my uncle go down to what's called a hillbilly jam. Yeah. Man, that is the most fun I think I've ever had in my life. Martin Digger's there, Tickle's there, Josh Owen's there. Oh, shit. Everyone's there, and we set up side by side. Everyone that's ever won the show yeah, comes and sets up side by side, and we sell T-shirts and other things <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> in the background there, but just have a phenomenal time, man. Can you let me know when the next go. one is? Yeah, for okay. sure, man. I'll, I'll have it posted. Yeah. Um, on my Facebook and everything, so everybody listening, you can get me on Facebook. But um, yeah, man, we go to the, we go to the Hillbilly Jams. I'm gonna tell you, dude, it is a time of your life. Yeah. Any there's the biggest car show. All type of bands are playing all day long. All the foods you can eat, and it's for three days. It's a Thursday night is when you get there. Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. So it's man, I'm gonna yeah, come hang out. Wall with to wall. It's awesome, dude. Where you yeah. going? It is so packed. It's it's packed, man. Yeah. So you can get anything you want there. There's people that like there's women that has a boutique. They they come and sell their stuff there. Mm-hmm. There's men that do like wood carvings. They sell their stuff there. The beard guy that does all the the stuff for your beards and stuff. Mm-hmm. He's there. Like beard oil and beard butter. It's yeah. It's all. It's crazy, huh. man. It's awesome. Right up Drake's alley. Yeah. There. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a big beard oil guy. My beard don't smell good and look good. I'm not happy. I hear you. <laughs> so I do have a question. Since you brought up Josh's name, mm-hmm. have you tried his cherry bounce? His cherry bounce, I can't say that I. Have. That's one of the, like first things he it. made mm-hmm. on Now Jimbo said he has, and he said it was really good. He I said know. it's super cherry, like not cough syrup cherry, like just a good cherry flavor. He likes cherry. I'm not a cherry person, but no, like I started watching Moonshiners when I still lived at home, like with my mom and dad. Yeah, <clears throat> so I like I uh, deep. What is it called? DVR? It? Is yeah. that it? Yeah, yeah. record it. So it's like when I get home from that old commercial free TV. Yeah. Yeah. The first the first commercial free TV, now I'm thinking about it. Like you just fast forward to them some bitches. That's right. But it's like I I get home from doing my clinical rotations in school for the, what I do now. And I was watching that and he made that cherry bounce and I was like I Yeah, bet that's good. Yeah. I bet that is good. I think that's a like it or hate it type thing. Like I hate cherries. Well people are, like you know, cherry and grapes, I feel just, like are the most divisive fruits. Yes. I think so too. Because cough syrup is yeah. always cherry or grape. That's right. You like it or don't. Yeah. So So you said y'all before we started recording, you said you make some banana. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I, I screw heavily with the bananas. Yeah. See, this is what's crazy. I hate bananas. Really? If I'm catching a cramp and the only thing to save me is a banana, let me work the cramp out. Get don't don't put a banana in my mouth. I hate them. <laughs> I hate them. And it may be a little thing with the way it's shaped. I don't like that shape either. Yeah. But but I hate bananas. But I'm telling you, dude, I can drink a whole jar of that stuff. Like I mean, you know, I may be you know in another world, but I love that banana shot. It's crazy. It's See, unreal. It's like I get tonsillitis like once a winter because I haven't had my tonsils cut out. Mm. And they always swell up at some point during the winter time. Mm-hmm. And the first, like the worst time I remember, all I could eat without it hurting my throat was banana popsicles. Like I lost like pops I lost like twenty eight pounds. Hey, first off, golly, that's a blast! I want one of them so bad now. What? <laughs> like twin the banana pops? twin pops? Yeah. No, yeah. like no shit. That's all I could eat oh, for about a man. month straight. You, if you like banana twin pops, you'll think that. My we should have brought it. We should have. Like I said, <laughs> we're exchanging numbers. No, this is done. No, it, it's gone. <laughs> but I can't. <laughs> it no, can be can here in a little while. We can hook you up. So you yeah. can. So the 
fruit flavors. Mm-hmm. They carry a bad mantra because they're like, oh, they ain't that high approved. Blah, right, right, blah, right. Blah, blah, blah. And, and normally they're not. No. You know? And that's what a lot of people don't understand is that's cool. It's like it's still it's still moonshine. It's homemade liquor. For sure. It's not. Oh, yeah. It's not babied. Mm-hmm. You know, you take care of it. It's still an art craft. Right. So on top of that. Oh, yeah. So do you feel like <clears throat> adding different flavors to moonshine kind of makes it harder? It really does to an extent. Like. You know, you have to sit there and mad scientist that shit. You know what I mean? You have to sit there and really play with a bunch of jars of liquor and be like, man, we've tried 47 cherries. This is the best, you know? Yeah. yeah. That's the way you do it to get the most liquor in it, but the best flavor. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because you can make, I mean, hell, you can take anything, you know, and make it, you know, 20 proof liquor and taste good, you know? But, I mean, you're talking about an 80-proof jar of liquor that tastes good. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. How much sugar do I put in this one? How many cherries do I throw in this one? How much alcohol do I throw in this? Do I cook this cherry? Do I not cook these cherries? I mean, you just... Do I throw pie spice in these cherries? There, there, there's so much. You get a notepad and just go to town, yeah. writing it and, down, and, and you then you're how like, much? this how much, jar you know, is it. Yeah. You know? There's so much that goes into it that it, it definitely makes it harder. Once you master... "Quote unquote master, you never just get perfect." At I don't think it's quote unquote, "quote unquote" anymore. I, I'm pretty <laughs> sure you earned that title. Yeah, <laughs> well, <laughs> I hey. appreciate it. Um, but once you get to the point to where you know I can make some clear liquor and it's good, you know, like I don't have to worry about if I put this in, if I drink this straight, or if I flavor this, then it's 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 going to be. Bad. I don't have to worry about that anymore. So once I get to that purpose. Now I can start honing in on flavoring. So, jars going back around. Yeah, jars yeah. going back around. Sorry, like guys, they're kind of stretching me out here. Uh, so <laughs> I know you guys drive home. We'll be safe. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> once you get to where you're focusing on flavoring, that's a whole other world, man. I'm telling you, it's different. That's like stepping up from high school to, to college. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a different ball game. Yeah. And it really is, man. To to hone in on those. Cra- I mean, as you can tell, we was all we was just sitting here talking about how when you go to Old Smoky or or any of these distilleries that's like, you know, you either taste nothing but pure alcohol and no, hardly any flavoring or the exact opposite. Yeah. And doing that at your house, you know, you that don't have these easy. experts with you to, mm-hmm. do, you know, you're sitting here with these old country boys and figuring this stuff out. And in my personal opinion, I may be biased because I am one of them, but, you know, in my opinion, that's the best. You know, when yeah. you've honed these in yourselves and done these things, this ain't mass production. This is love and care yeah. and it literally is blood sweat and tears into mm-hmm. it you know literally like i'm sitting here and busting my knuckles up on this steel trying to get it burnt myself on this thing trying to get it right and now i took it to the house trying to flavor it and now i'm sitting here pissed off crying <laughs> wanting to beat the hell out of everybody in my in my way to get it right you know yeah. it's just Man, you know once you figure it out it's like every time you get rid of a jar or, or whatever you do to that jar you know it's just like man that was a job that was well done. That's a that pat on the back it. right mm-hmm. there. You know, whatever else comes, but that's a pat on the back because you know you made it. I feel like all these corporate people are sitting there like, yeah, this this will sell thousands and thousands of jars, mm-hmm. and yeah. got an old country boy like that'll do. Yeah, mm-hmm. that, that, that's true, man. <laughs> that's right down the front. That's it. When we get bored, we just kind of, you know, get a jar of liquor and we're like, hell, I seen this the other day and it looks like it tastes good. You Turn know? into Frankenstein. Yeah, and we're yeah. like. Literally. What can we use, you know, so we'll go to, you know, Dollar Dinner or somewhere, you know, grocery store, Walmart. We'll be like, man, let's just go down through the candy aisle, get and all these packs happens. of candy, come home, 
and see if we can't turn it into something delicious. Is there any flavor where you look at and you're like, this is physically impossible? There's one I'm working on right now. I can't figure it out. What's that? It's mango. Mango? I can't get it correct. You know, I'm not a big mango guy. I don't like mango. Yeah, okay. and that's my biggest problem. Mm-hmm. That's my biggest problem. He likes them, and it's my biggest problem. We cannot get it to where it is just like, boom. It feels like it's just broke off a tree, and it's just wonderful. Yeah. Can't get it there. But what's crazy is, do you know how many times we tried the banana? One time. One time? One time. That's all it's done. I don't I want to tweak it. Me and him was sitting and at the I've house. I've never done that before. Now, the butterscotch different story. <laughs> I was sitting at the Dude, house. Dude, the butterscotch looked like a muddy puddle <laughs> the first time it come out. And I told my uncle, I said, we cannot take this to the show. This yeah. is not going to work. <laughs> and so we worked and worked and worked to get it to where it was. I almost went with a watermelon. And fun fact, the dude that got the last round with me was on a watermelon. Mm. So it would not have been good because yeah. his watermelon was amazing. But <laughs> the butterscotch that I honed in. It, it, it works. But yeah, it does. The, yeah, it, it does. It took trial and error and trial and error. And I tried an apple corn when I got it. I actually got it going pretty well, too. But the butterscotch was like, listen, that's like a top shelf, you know, like a crown peach so to the ground apple. Is. So next September, October. Uh-huh. Like I said, we're exchanging numbers after this. Yeah. And I text him like, hey, is that apple caramel ready? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know, and it may be somewhere on the back shelf that I can slide you a jar. We can maybe pass a jar. But when me and him was coming up with the banana, it, it literally took one time. He was I mean, like, hey, try this one. It was like and a week. Like, and he was like, dude, I want to make banana. Yeah, I and I was saying like, it and saying He it. was like, I don't know how we can do it, you know. And, I, man, I sat at the house for hours, and I was like Googling. I was like, banana liquor. Banana this, banana that. Yeah, be careful, then, Kayla. Be you know, careful. You know, I was like, banana, <laughs> banana, banana. And I was like, oh, banana. You know, and I called him. I was like, hey, I got it. Yeah. So we went and got the stuff. And I was still like, ah. Uh, we went and got the this. stuff, went to the house, you know, whipped it up. And I, you know, I tweaked with it a little bit. I, you know, take a sip, add some stuff. And then I handed him a jar. I was like, dude, that's it. This whole time, this is crazy, but this whole time I had some stuff going on and he's making that right beside me and I'm working on some other stuff and I believe it was butterscotch wasn't I making yeah. was it butterscotch or no, apple pie so I was I was making like four or five gallons apple. of apple mm-hmm. pie this time and he was like man I think I got it and I was like okay like I just pushed it all because in my back of my mind I'm thinking no chance yeah no there's, chance. This no, we're gonna have the to tweak first it jar. yeah I, I ain't got time for this I got a dude right here that or Mm, yep. Trying to be careful, but uh, you know, I had some I have a pie. I got. I got make. something I'm working on. Yeah. So, and he was like, "Man, I'm telling you, this is good." And I was like, "Okay, Bob, I, I can't right now." You know. <laughs> and he's like, "Just put this damn jar to your lips." So I was like, "Here, just." And I put it down, and I was like, "Hey, give me that for a second. Wait a damn minute. <laughs> just give me that just for a second. I don't think I tasted that right. Give me that for a second, dude. When I tasted, I was like, "You're an idiot." He's like, "You don't like it?" I was like, "No." I love it. I like, love it. Yeah. How did you do that? Like, it's crazy. It, it was nuts. I was yeah. thinking, man, there's no way the first jar is going to be decent. So we we replicated it. We don't. We, don't, right. we ain't even don't if it touch works, it. Don't touch don't it. Don't yeah. fix it. Yeah. Yep. There you go. Yep. Go ahead and tell them. <laughs> and we yeah we we made a cherry too the same way. Yeah. And uh, it's not it, bad. It's not bad at all. It's it's really cherry, mm-hmm. but it's really hyper flicker. Okay, and I, I mean, like that. yeah, I don't know if you know, but like strawberries, you know, that's the hardest fruit to get to to do right with liquor because it makes liquor hot. 
Yes. You know, it gives it a bad flavor. It just don't go good with it. Didn't know that. Watched, well, if you've watched any Moonshiners, and that's what I, me and him have learned, uh, I've kind of brought that out to him some. Um, when you watch Moonshiners, uh, Mark Rogers was big on strawberries, and he loves high-proof liquor. Like, I just like I just uh, explained some of that. But um, he will tell you, you know, you don't physically have the time to peel a strawberry. And more or less, you know, millions of them to make a mash. Mm-hmm. So you just throw the strawberries in a barrel and you squish them. Well, those seeds that produce alcohol will make fiery liquor if you're not careful. Oh, it, you can't just light a fire under and go. You there, you have to baby strawberries. Yeah, and it's just not sensible really to mm-hmm. sit under it and, and fool with. So when you do strawberries, it is very easy for that hundred proof to taste like 140, 150. So seeds make. Like very yes. seedy fruits make things yes, taste yes, spicy. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, you have to be careful with apples. It's, it'll you really be real do. bad. Like even yeah. with apples. Yeah, you have to be careful with them. I mean, yeah. you can throw them in there, but I mean, obviously, if you would core them, mm-hmm. like when me and I've, I've the only time I've ever made pineapple, every time I've made pineapple, uh, I've always cored every pineapple, and that takes a lot. I've got pictures I can show you <laughs> of boxes and bo- dude it wouldn't even fit in this room just as far as just fit on the floor of boxes of pineapples to make for a 120 gallon mash you know so it was man it's unreal no excuse me 100 gallon mash sorry 50 55 gallon whatever it is i ain't good yeah at anyway so i'm good at mash not right this second but uh <laughs> anyway so we make all them pineapples up i had to core every one and and cut the, uh, the sides off of every you know the Pull around the outside of everyone. Yeah, it's just a lot of work, man. It goes into fruit that people don't understand. But then strawberries, you can't do that, dude. There, there's no way. There's too many. Yeah. So it can be fiery in a heartbeat. Shane, I bet upside down pineapple cores really confuse some swingers. <laughs> oh, there's no doubt. Yeah, <laughs> upside down pineapple. That's a that is confusion at its Boy, utmost. We get somewhere now. <laughs> <laughs> you throw that on the counter and people are perplexed. Yeah. <laughs> Core just pineapple, sorry, just hang it upside yeah. down in your front yard. Yeah. Like, should we stop no. there? Mm, I, I don't know. I think the next party. What are y'all doing? <laughs> the next party I have at my house when I bring out the pineapple shot, I'm gonna set it upside down. See if nobody catches there it. There you go. Oh, <laughs> please let me know how that goes. <laughs> Did y'all know this was this kind of party? No, yeah. I'm just kidding. Welcome. <laughs> yeah. Check your feelings at the door. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it like moonshine is a science. Man, more and, than people know. Yeah, it really is. If you watch Moonshiners, like you know, like these people put their, like you said, blood, sweat, and tears into it. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> so watching Moonshiners, I know you've been on the show, affiliated with it. Mm-hmm. There's some of the stuff when I would watch it, I'm like, brother, that's hard to believe that happened. Mm-hmm. Like they probably dress this dude as a cop and it's like, hey, just run through these woods and pretend yeah. you're looking for them. So, how much of that? Um, like, I'm sure nobody, not a, a producer from Moonshiners isn't going to listen to this podcast, but how much of that do you feel like is kind of fabricated? Well, you never know, man, who would listen. But um, as far as that, I haven't had any people just say, hey, this was fake. Or, hey, dude, this was so real. Like, But if I had to guess, could some of that be let on? Yeah, sure, because <clears throat> there's licenses however you could say that. I There's think you nailed it. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Yeah, no, I think you nailed With, it. On the line. You know, like, so if I have a major distillery as far as Sugarlands, 
I don't want to lose that. Yeah, no. Right. I mean, I'm making, you know, higher X amount of money. I can't play with going out into a woods and running liquor and selling it to old Joe. I, I can't, I can't play with that. Yeah. So looking at that, I would say there's got to be some leniency, you know, going on, but there's also, I would believe may, may could be some truth. Like, especially some of the older ones, there could be some truth in a yeah. lot of that. Um, oh, I know Mark, uh, Mark Rogers, the, the peach guy. Yeah, that's I, know, I know he's seen some in his time. Yes, Dale Earnhardt's twin brother. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, he does look like that. Um, now, Tickle has definitely seen a lot of time. Oh, yeah, he's seen some time, and uh, a lot of the older men's dads spend a bunch of time. Man, I mean, it's just that is a art that literally gets passed down, and as bad as it sounds, it's almost like if you've spent time, it's like a it's almost like an accolade you got in your life. Almost, yeah. it's, it's an achievement yeah. medal. Yeah, in a way, like you're still doing this after the hard times. It's like you know, you're a patriot. You know, yeah, like you stuck it out. You know, it's almost dumb, but in another sense, it's like, hey, this sucker's for real. Mm-hmm. It's got to be good if he's still doing yeah. it and making money off of it after he's went to jail. It's got to be good. Mm-hmm. Like uh, Tim Smith. I'm I'm yep. sure he's had a run in or two. Yeah, and his dad has, mm-hmm. and they have ran from the liquor and or from the from liquor ran from the law. But obviously, a lot of that is bulled from Tickle. Yeah, you know, like Tickle's his partner. So Tickle being nuts and crazy as he is, you know, he's. Have you tried the Tickle cinnamon whiskey from Sugarland yet? Have you brought it to me? No. Well, then there's your answer. It is red as I don't fire. Get, I don't get to go on mm-hmm. vacations. You see my man United poster up there. It's redder than that. Yeah. So oh, shit. this is pretty cool too. Um, when I was <laughs> filming, I went not supposed to, but I went to Sugarlands because of the word that I can't say on the podcast. You're not supposed to go out, and um, uh, we was there anyway because <laughs> we're outlaws. <laughs> I do what I want to do. Yeah. And me and my uncle walked in, and they noticed him, and, and this is what drove me nuts. He <laughs> man, he gave me a, a hell of a time at this. <laughs> So he walks into this distillery. Sugarland is the biggest distillery there, and where our shine is going to be. And they notice him immediately. They're like, "Jimbo, we ain't seen you in forever, man. What's going on? What's going on?" He's like, "Ah, oh, I got my nephew here. He's actually filming right now." Oh, how's it going? I was like, "It's going good, going good." They're like, "Anyway, Jimbo." So and I like threw me to the curb. Yeah. And so they was like, "Jimbo, how Slot you been?" Shade. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. They, they obviously they had no faith in a young one winning oh, anything. No. And they was like, Jimbo, what can we do for you, man? He's like, ah, we're just going to get a couple of drinks at the bar and maybe do a round of taste test and just see what's new since this was left. He's like, oh, well, just come here. So he, like, wrapped a VIP band on us, and we walked around that bar. Man, I tasted everything there probably four or five times, so I was tired of tasting. Yeah. And I went to the back where they'd have, like, a bar area and, like, yep. a band playing. Yeah. And went back there, and I probably drank everything on their menu three or four times. I was drunk. Like, there's no way around telling you. I was drunk. Mm-hmm. And I haven't paid a dime because I'm vip And I was Gotta like, love that. I, was, I looked at my uncle and he was like, that's what that gets you, so you better win. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and I done went through two rounds. I'm going to the last round and I'm thinking, dude, yep. you ain't helping me. No pressure. Yeah, yeah, no pressure at Nothing. all now, Jim. Appreciate you know, that. But like, I want, also, it's like a, like, not really a slap in the face, but I wanted to tell them guys, they're like, you think he's special. I'm in the last round too, yeah, you know? Like, yeah. Just I wait. I didn't know I wanted Just time. wait. Yeah. I'm about You're going to gonna know me next, you know? But <laughs> uh, it, it was a great experience and, 
actually what was cool was the next day um we was filming in two days because we got pushed back because of another episode but everybody except that one episode which is like shoot i bet we loaded up six or seven people and went to went back there the next day and they all got vip passes because of my uncle and so we was all hammered drunk in there. <laughs> dude, it was so fun, dude. It was so fun. My just favorite. Looking at all the play. I was telling I was telling my uncle privately when we was just joking around. I was like, you see that right there? That wall's gonna have my face I on it. That's gonna be yeah. my spot right there. I yeah, that's it. mine. I want that I'm gonna tell him I want that corner. You know, I was just cutting <laughs> up with it. He was like, Yeah, you gotta win first. You know, just cut yeah, he was giving it to me, but he wasn't oh, yeah. taking no slack. But that's something cool because you're gonna have your face on a jar yeah. forever. Yeah. Like, I'll buy one to drink, and then I'll buy one to set up here. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, unless unless I don't make it up there in time, you just throw me a cup, oh, I'll get you. And I'll drink worry. one. Just let me then, know. I'll get you. And then, but that bar area that you're talking about, <clears throat> it was like the week after Chipper Jones had released yep. his sweet tea thing. Yep. So I did a Chipper Jones Arnold Palmer. Mm-hmm. But, <clears throat> like, seeing your face and your, or your name or just the brand of your moonshine. Oh, yeah. Like that's yeah. something you're gonna have pride about forever. Because oh, cool. Gallenberg's going nowhere. Yeah. Obviously. Like I had you know. a lady reach oh. out to me wanting to make just me some labels. Up. As you long know. as I don't go up the mountain and ruin some of that beautiful, beautiful <laughs> fair. Fair. As Steve Harvey said, God knew what he was doing when he made the Smoky Mountains. That's right. There you go. There ain't no place like it. That's right. That's the I've truth. Been, I've been to Colorado, been to Wyoming, as you can see on that map up there. I've been yeah. all up that corner right there. That's right. Ain't nothing like Smoky Mountain still. Yeah, that's the truth, man. I had a. And it's just it's neat to look at a spot and say mm. that my uncle was right there, and, and now my face is going to be yeah. there. Mm-hmm. It, it's just cool, man, to bring it back home for yep. once. It, it, it really is neat, man. It, it is. Yeah. And they made us a rivalry on the show. We're a brotherhood, but honestly, you know, we all wanted to win, so we made it a rivalry. Yeah. You know, West Virginia versus Ohio versus Alabama. And man, it was such an honor just to be there. But to look at a spot on that wall, standing there beside my uncle, and knowing where his face was—I've seen it, I've been there—and to see his face on the wall and know that my face is going to be there soon. Yeah, you know, it's like, man, we done Spine it. Yeah. yeah, we done it, man. You know, so and we had we got to share that moment privately for a second, like literally me and him, not having to share that with everyone yet. Now that's going to be a treat in itself, I'm sure. But yeah. to stand there privately and know, mm-hmm. like, hey, that's our spot. Mm-hmm. Like, this is yeah. ours. You know, it, it's cool. It, it really is. That's something you'll hold on to forever. Man. It, it, it is. is. You know, yes. one ep- one episode of television is life changing. Yeah. Like how many how many episodes you say were in the season eight? I think it was eight. Yeah, at least. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like you you know you'll share infamy. With eight other people, mm-hmm. but you're still one of those eight mm-hmm. out of billions. Mm-hmm. Oh and yeah, a lot of people the think moonshining to get on there, man, was more than a dictionary. It Shoot. was it was thick, thick to get on the sh- to get on the show. So how many people like <clears throat> were there? People from like all like California to oh, dude, there was people from South Carolina, from Hawaii, coast coast. Yeah. There's people from all over, man. These guys from Oregon, Hawaii, Michigan, Virginia, Ohio. Um, California, uh, Colorado was there. I know Kentucky was there. So Colorado's good at something other than weed. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Here, so. Um, man, it's all over yeah. the place. Mm-hmm. I mean, and literally. That, 
that shows you that moonshine's in pretty much all of our heritage. Just like oh yeah, they it's made a lot it or more drink worldwide. It, you know? and, and it's a little different. Like some people done different stuff. Like some people done like not on my episode or in my season, but like absinthe. You know that <sighs> that's not moonshine to us, but it is to them. Yeah. you know so. There, there's moonshine in different ways, you know. Like us is this country, and they've all you can get everybody's it. kind of adapted their own spin on yeah. it. Yeah, moonshine yeah. is homemade liquor to what's native to that where area. You're at. Yeah. That's that's correct. You know, if you give me a shot of absinthe, I, I can't enjoy that around fire. You ever seen Euro Trip? No, that little green fairy's yeah. talking to him. That yeah, me. <laughs> that's it. Yeah. So like, but if you give me a shot up there, wherever they're making that at, and you know, in minnesota or michigan wherever they're at yeah. you know that may be native to them mm-hmm. but a jar clear sitting around a fire dude i can't think of a better night after i've been fishing <clears throat> there you right. go. i can't think of that yeah. honestly with my wife's and my baby running around that's awesome yeah. i can't what, what else could i ask for yeah you know so so after the show was done like mm-hmm. uh what what permits were you granted licenses so okay yeah that is that's a good question um, that's what I do. Yeah, you man, you're good at what you do. Um, so a lot of people ask me, how was I legal to go up there? Um, first and foremost, I am legal to make alcohol and fuel at my personal location of my steel. Um, and I have a fuel alcohol permit, so I'm not allowed to sell anything. I don't sell anything. I'm not allowed to sell anything. So I can personally make it for fuel and alcohol purposes but you know um any anyways fuel so, purposes yes i love the yes. fuel and alcohol yes he's he can be a gas station yeah, or a happy brass tax so when you <laughs> sign your contract to go on the show you have to sign a bunch of documents just to get on the show allowing them to be whoever they want to be well in those group of forms of papers that you sign you're actually employed by them under the distillery so you are a legal distiller while you're on the show okay so all of the liquor you make on that show is 1000 percent legal which is what you're drinking now so mm-hmm. it's not that i am oh, sure i am doing that again. yeah oh, so good. it's not it's i'm not making stuff that you can't drink you know what i mean that you're drinking right this second that comes from the show Grab that lid from me. Yeah, okay. Well, I'll be sending you the lid. We're we're sending the jar, dude. Yeah, yeah. That's kind of the name of the game. So all of the stuff, all the stuff I made on the show is is legal for me to bring back, and they handed it to me personally. It's not like, hey, don't tell nobody. Yeah, (laughs) you know, they handed it to me and said, hey, this is yours. It's a reward, and not just first place got that. Everybody got to take their liquor home, so it's like a reward and. In a memory, almost. So I still got a lot of that at the house, left over too. So that we use or whatever, just kind of looking back on. So that's dope. Yeah. So the the permits and stuff, far as goes to that, and I've had my permit, far as at my house for a few years since I've been into the craft, because yeah. my uncle kind of you know put me on game at first. Hey, look, they come after me. You better get yours. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah, you told us about I, that before a recording started. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So now yeah. you can tell your uncle he needs to come on. I tried reaching out to him a while back. Okay. So, yeah, I can do that. Yeah. I could definitely do that. I talked to him today. We had some other stuff lined up. But, um, yeah, definitely, man. He'd love to do some stuff like this up his alley. We just like to 
spread what we can spread, man. Yeah. I mean, we just, we're good old country Moonshine people. ain't no drug. Yeah. yeah. So, um, but they kind of came in on him after he come out on his show. They tried to see kind of what he was about, you know, going to take everything he had, put him in jail or whatever. But, you know, it didn't happen because he, he had the last license. laugh. So, yep. yeah, he had the last <laughs> laugh. So, he kind of put me on point to what to be like. Because when I first started, I didn't have a steel at my house or in my woods or nothing. I just went to his house and learned it until I started branching out and doing things. And then me and him branched out and done our own things. Um, but yeah, I mean, for a while I had to figure out the craft and then I got my own license and my own steel and stuff like that. So, and my steel actually came from the guy that makes it for the show. Really? So Kevin Gordon, he owns Thunder Road Copper. Um, yeah, man, he's, he's the best in my opinion, him. And, um, there's a couple other guys that make steals that I would trust, but, um, man. Yeah, you showed us a setup before we started recording. And yeah. It was, it's top tier. Yeah, yeah man. Yeah. It's nice, dude. Yeah. And I have two or three different ways I can set that still up. So I can put a jar system on top that Rick Gibson made. It's not even from Kevin Gordon, but I can use Kevin Gordon's pots that are just fantastic. And Rick Gibson's uh, jar system that is absolutely fantastic. And so instead of one thumper, I can have six thumpers. You know, it just a, yeah. So as know, long as you don't it. sell it, yeah, you're cool. But I, yeah, but I can make what I want. You yeah, know? it's it's crazy. I mean, literally anything. So it's is there it's, a cap on how much you can make? Yeah, I make. So me and my uncle are different. He's had his for quite some time, and but I can make ten thousand proof gallons in a jar. So wait, say that math again. Yeah, so I can make <laughs> ten thousand proof gallons. So a lot of times when they say you can make ten thousand, that is ten thousand gallons in your mash barrel. Yeah. So your mash barrel may be like, for instance, a fifty gallon mash may not bring, but maybe maybe six gallons of liquor. Mm-hmm. I can make ten thousand gallons of liquor Ooh, a year. Yes, a year. A year. A calendar. But a year. lot of people don't understand. That's a lot. Yeah, it's a big number. That- I can't say that I've made ten thousand in my life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, but legally, legally, I can make ten thousand. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir, in one year. But my uncle has been through it for quite some time and has jumped up to the max, and he is at five hundred thousand. Holy, in a year. That's Jesus. A, yeah, that's a damn jump. Yeah, me and him together don't do ten. But I mean, Good. if we wanted, I'm talking. About if we ran nonstop, we can't do ten. Yeah, yeah. which we don't. But I'm just saying. You know, for record, that mm-hmm. he can make five hundred thousand in so, a year. So, in the state of Alabama, what would it take for you to legally be open, like to be op- able to open like a like a Sugarlands, pretty much? Oh man, that is our dream, and that is something that me and my uncle are pushing towards. We're yeah. saving, and we're looking at land. We almost yeah. bought a building in Carbon Hill at one time just to start working on. But in that, there y'all would fund Carbon Hill yourselves at that point. Uh-huh. Yeah, in, in in a sense, there's a couple other guys in the, in the city in the small town there that has a lot of pool. But um, we've looked at that several man, several several times. There's a building that we're working on, but. Um, yeah, there's a lot that goes into it. You have to have a business license. You know, you have to have a distillery license. You have to have a license in every city you sell liquor in. Yeah. It's just... So many hoops to jump through. Man, it's, it's a yeah. lot of hoops. It's a lot. It's <clears throat> worth it once you get it, but it's a lot of hoops. And and quite frankly, I don't know all the hoops. Mm-hmm. To be honest, I mean, I'd be lying right. if I told you I know everything. Yeah, I respect that. But um, I have a lot of friends that do know all the hoops. 
and we're working very close with them. My next step in, until I get a distillery is to, after my shine comes out in Sugarland, is to get my jar out legally full time. So, yeah. and then until I can make enough money and understand the whole craft to where I can put it in my own distillery. Yeah. I think it, you know, that's how all of my other friends done it. They found a guy who has a distillery and they put it in their distillery yeah. and then learn like that. At Sugarlands, I'm not going to have the opportunity to learn because it's going to be a limited run. Yeah. So I can't be there and baby this and promote this. It's going to promote itself and sell out in a week. Will you go up to say limited run? Is that X amount of jars? Yes. X amount, okay. Yeah. See, yeah. I I believe it's seven fifty. It could be a thousand, but I believe it's seven fifty. And um, so seven fifty. You know, obviously it's it. They're sold in fifths. They're not mm-hmm. sold in quarts. Yeah. So it'd be five jars of seven fifty. You know, seven hundred fifty times five, and I get a percentage of all them jars. Okay. You know, sold no. at whatever they are, thirty dollars or twenty five, twenty five, whatever they are. Hey, you buy you buy three, you get the third one free, and it's like you buy five, you get the sixth one free. Yeah. There you go. <clears throat> yeah. So frequent visitor. Yeah, I heard that. <laughs> so my uncle is. And there, I'm sure there's got to be somebody out there that I've never heard of in my life. But my uncle is one of the only ones that he is the only one I know that has his liquor, all of season one's liquor. Everybody's. Like, he's got everybody's that's come out at Sugarland as far as Master Distiller. Damn. So, season two ain't even came out yet. I was a season three winner, one of the eight or seven or whatever, whatever they are, um, winner. And season two hasn't even come out with our liquor yet. Yeah. So my uncle has every one of those, and he goes to every release and gets them. Mm. So it's like a collector's item, honestly. Right. Yeah. So it's it's pretty neat, man. Yeah. I mean, and they're all signed, so it's not like he just has them. He's got them all signed. He knows them all by cell phone. I mean, he can call them right now. Yeah. You know, and I have a lot of them guys too, just through him. But <clears throat> since I won the show, I picked up a lot more. That's crazy though. Like I could imagine how good Walker County would be if we had like a Moonshine Distillery. Right yeah, here. there's not one. No, no. You would no. be you would be the first in a couple of a few counties because I know Huntsville has like uh they have some whiskey distilleries and stuff. Mm-hmm. But if you were have like a straight liquor, yeah, distillery. Well, see, we like, want to do all types. We don't want to just do like like just clear moonshine. You know, yeah. we want to throw the butterscotch <clears throat> in. We want to have some bourbons. We make good bourbon, man. Like. It's that's that's passionate in us too. You know, we have barrels, but we also have rapid aging chips. You know, we do all kind of stuff. You know, just to just to taste and and have Work fun with. Craft. Yeah, we just have fun with. We just, we like to learn. Moonshine was where I saw them put <clears throat> oak chips. Yeah, mm-hmm. and there's heavy and light. There's a perfect medium if you figure yeah. it out. But uh, <laughs> there's and there's French if you want to if you want to get real You're trying to get a little exotic. On yes, it. yes. If you want to get a little crazy, but uh, yeah, man, there's there's all kind of stuff you could do with it. You know that it's just that's what we want to do in ours. We want to have a a spot where you could taste test and not just taste two two different. Yeah, you yeah. know, like a lot of guys get famous off of flavor. We want to. We want to get our own. I'm where you come variety. in and say you want yeah. a you want a banana, you want a pineapple. What do you what do you, what are you interested yeah. in? You know, and that would allow you time to also come up with like cocktails where you could develop a bar. Yeah, exactly. Like, come exactly. sit in and just drink. Yeah, or maybe even get to where we sell our jars and liquor stores somewhere else, and you know ABC stores, except, yeah. you know, etc. Distribution. And, yeah. Yeah. 
you know, for you to make your cocktail here instead of you having to come to my store across the nation to, you know, or whatever, you know, people in Georgia want to buy it. They can go to the ABC store in Georgia and buy it. There you go. You don't have to come to Carbon Hill, Alabama. I think that's something that benefit Walker County. I think it would too. I think it would be a, it's a positive thing. I know a lot of people look at it as a, as a negative, but it really is a positive, man. Instead well, of the, doing it illegally. Or, thing. Yeah. yeah, we bring a lot of the – I mean, think about it. It's like the lottery. They spill It's the just same. like the lottery, uh-huh. man. If you think people in Alabama don't do the lottery, you are nuts. Exactly. They go to these other states and do these lotteries and, and all these other games. Like, like man, I, I can't tell you how many times I've been to Tunica myself. Yeah, exactly. Tunica. Not even the lottery, just Tunica. Yeah. Imagine if we had some more of that right here close to home. Mm-hmm. It's the same thing with distillery. We go out. We go, we do all these drinking of other of other flavors and other brands, and we could have it right here from me and okay Bob and, and, and Uncle Jimbo. Yeah. <laughs> man, we could load them up, you know, and we could keep it right here at home. And you're putting quality on it, too. Quality. It's not just. Man, care. I, yeah, exactly. You know, literal. That that quality of that butterscotch. That's is, right. God, it's, God yeah. Still tastes and, good on your lips afterwards. Don't dude, I still I, taste I, the butterscotch right for, now. I'm about for to say, TikTok I still got it in my, I still yeah. got it in the mustache. You have to just, have a mustache when you drink butterscotch. Yeah. It's the best thing they'll yep. save you. I really hate we're comparing these two moonshines to our other review that we'll post on TikTok later. I don't want to do that, if we're being honest. Well, <laughs> it's going to happen. I know it is, but I don't want to do it, and that's on record. <laughs> you heard it here first. You know, it's just, you know, with the economy, like people don't understand. They look at morality instead of economy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. First off, you opened up a distillery. You're going to give like 25 people jobs. Yeah, twenty five people jobs, right? At least, mm-hmm. oh yeah, that's a crap ton of people. bartenders, Especially people to attend to the liquor during the day. Exactly. Even, yeah. even, even if you Jasper. came to Jasper, mm-hmm. even Jasper, even if you came to Jasper, you're still going to give twenty five people. That's yeah. that is. I mean, you won't be a hundred of them, and per- that's men and women. That's yeah. not like a just no, a man job, mm-hmm. dude. That's men and women. I need yeah. a, I need someone in a, you know uh, if I had it a woman that can do a bar. You know, or whatever. And or the store during the day. A store, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, if they wanted to learn the craft and get back there in the back, that, that's totally fine. I'm open to that, too. But I'm just saying, you know, it just obviously would bring in more guys. Oh, yeah. You know, no there's doubt. there's so many opportunities, man. That, but I've ne- See, I've always said I would. I don't want Jasper to be like a tourist economy. I, w- I want it to be a sustainable yeah. economy. But at the same time, if you bring in outsiders that be like, yo, Two of these dudes from yeah. Jasper, one master distiller. Right. Let's go grab their stuff. Mm-hmm. That's not a tourist economy. That's still sustainable. That's still sustainable. You're still putting money into the community. Yeah. Think if we had a billboard out there on 22 that said home of the only two master distillers from the same yeah. county or family or <laughs> Pretty much on the same household. Household. We grew yeah. up literally under the same roof. Yeah. If you put that on a billboard and say, hey, you can buy it right here. Are you kidding me? Not just passing by people. I'm talking about people coming here for a purpose. Nationally mm-hmm. famous pineapple and butterscotch moonshine. Yeah. Yeah. Literally, they're coming here for a purpose. Yep. And then the other business is going to benefit too. They got to get gas. They got to eat. They yep. got to shop. Maybe if they're here, I mean, you know. They got to get beer. Something. It's a fact. I mean, it's just. They got to go slink some axes. feeds another. Yeah. Slink some. Yeah. I mean, that's right down the road. Yep. God, yeah, that's, the, that's a beautiful thing. Like. That's what was the catalyst of this podcast, which is how where I live is just 
Boom, the narrative's man. always yeah, the narrative's always you know there's nothing to do in Walker County. It's a it's yeah. a trap. If you're yeah. born there, you live there. You, you can't get out. But nobody ever wants to like shine light on the positive. It's right, always that's the negative true, man. News stories that that's get the true. most publicity. And these two dudes that are hosting this podcast have gotten out. They have. And guess what? They got a vision Came and they're back. pushing. Came that's back. right. Man, so that is. you know, true. open up a distillery like. I know there's a lot of, like you said, hoops to jump through and yeah. all this, but God, that'd be so sick. Oh man. Like we got craft breweries. Why can't we why can't we That's have right. distilleries? That's right. Know? Make make some Walker County whiskey, baby. That's it. Some go. WCW. That's it. Some <laughs> wrestling. <laughs> Sometimes I think that one might be trademarked. Some wrestling whiskey. No, it's not it's tried no, it's not trademarked anymore. WWE owns it. Yeah, but I, I think that still falls under the trademark laws. <laughs> eh. Yeah. Tit for tat. Not a lawyer. <laughs> Watched a lot of that show Suits, and I feel like you're, you're really teetering. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, You're no doubt teetering right there on that lawsuit line. So it's like, so now it's like, like I said, you, you have that license to kind of make it, mm-hmm. and you can't sell it, correct? Correct. So what you gave us tonight is a gift. Yes. So I'm not going to well, feel guilty is, for not Venmo. Yeah, you no, 50 was, bucks for how good this liquor is. No, 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 no. Don't send me anything. Nah. But what I'm saying is that come from the show. I was legal to make that. Yeah. I was legal when I made that from yeah. the show. So it wasn't like I was an actual distiller to give that or sell that from the show. You were a so, product of Sugarland at that point. Correct. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. So what you tasted was from the show. Now, anything from my house is mine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's... That, that is what it if is. If that butterscotch ain't as good as it gets, I'm coming to your house. <laughs> yeah, if, if, yeah. if you're doing better than that at the house, we're going to have to set up a play date for the kids. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, Y'all go outside. Be... Here's the key to the yeah. four-wheeler. And yeah. The... I've got go a, the trampoline. And... I got two at the house. Yeah. Two four-wheelers. Playground, oh, yeah. fire pits. We'll They'll just, be fine. Yeah. Oh, we'll yeah. give them the keys to the hunting truck. They'll be all right. Yeah. Yeah. They ride around town. Yeah. Yeah. This, yeah, we got some business to handle back in the <laughs> right is the break, gas left is the break. Yeah, don't uh, say that backwards, please. Yeah, but God, that's gonna be <laughs> Don't throw a clutch in there. <laughs> yeah, oh no! Yeah, you put a clutch on these kids these days. Won't be able to. They no. won't leave. No, no, they won't. They won't be able to go nowhere. No. So now that you're affiliated with Sugarlands, like other than yours and Jim's flavor, what's like your favorite from up there? <sighs> Man, you put me on the spot. I've already told you what mine is. Yeah, I know that. Mark ride. signed my jar, baby. Yeah. Man. And me and Jimbo is on different ends of this. As far as not a not a master distiller, as far as just a Sugarland shine, I would have to say the apple caramel apple pie. They do it different than anybody's apple pie. They don't do the cinnamon route or the pie route. They literally mm-hmm. make it with an apple and caramel, and they don't use red apples. They use that mm-hmm. Granny Smith apples like we talked about earlier. I don't know what that science is either. It so works. good, though. It works. You breathe in through your nose, you get apple. You breathe yeah, out through your mouth, you I, get the caramel. It's like, I think I could play with it some and make and... Might might get close. Yeah, get close I think I could do something with it, but man, I I wouldn't want to. Yeah, man, exactly. that's not mine. Mm-hmm. I honestly, they're great, great people. I wish them goes back to the brotherhood, like you said. Absolutely, the yeah. best, man. Like I'm not, I'm not a, a quote unquote hater type guy that you know the our generation would say, man, them guys are winning. Yeah, 
why would I prey on someone's downfall? Like, man, that's great. So that that's probably my favorite. Yeah, yeah, that's probably See, that's my what I favorite. like too. If you're talking about bringing a distillery, somebody comes in, oh, I really want like this apple pie, but I want a twist on it. All right, well then you need to try this. Yeah, that's but right. But what we got right here is really damn good too. So if yeah. you want to try some of that, but if this right. is what you're looking for, I can point you in that right hey, direction. I, I know where you can go. Hey, I got you. Hey, if you want a twist, you can go twist the barley. Yeah. yeah. You need a twist right <laughs> down the street when my brother's down there. He will yeah. help you out on the best beer in town. What about you, Kayla? Man, I'll be honest with you. I really ain't got a favorite one. I mean, I like clear liquor. And I, like far as you know. He's the, not big on fruit. The Sugarland Shines, I'm not big on the flavors. You know yeah. what I mean? I mean, they have, all of them are really good, you know. Yeah. They don't really have a bad one, you know. If they had a tomato one, obviously, that would be the worst. But, you know, <laughs> they, uh, far not as just clear liquor go, you know. Guy, huh? hates no, it. Hate, I hate tomatoes. <laughs> hate mushrooms. They just, why they were made, I don't know. Mushrooms are good. <laughs> I, I guess worm dirt, you know. There you good go. worm food. But. No, I mean, I don't really have a, a good, like, I like the Blue Flame. It was pretty good. But, I mean. From Old Smoky? Yeah. yeah but, I, you know what I mean? Sugarland yeah, and Old just Smoky, stout. they make, you know, pretty good, you know, flavors. I mean, but it just ain't high proof, you know. I, yeah. I'm not big on the flavor part of it. See, I like. I like it. I like, I like my clear. So, it's like Jim Tom's mm-hmm. Moonshine that you have up there. Yeah, what was his? Uh. He made. He's got two up there now. Does he? I think he has two. I think Jim Tom's got a a clear. Yeah. But I want to say he's got something else. Collaborated with somebody. Really? I'm not. It sure. may be Mark Rogers. It may be Mark because he done those few episodes with Mark and Huck. <clears throat> yeah. And hey, hey, hey! I want to say something. Side note: uh, This is totally off the wall from where we was going with him with the uh, clear liquor at Sugarlands. <laughs> um, Amanda. That was on the same uh, season as me. Man, her and her family are one of my good friends now. Like, we talk on the regular. They're actually Mark and Huck's partners now on the real show. Really? Like, the Moonshiner Show. And I could call them both right now. Like, they'll answer. I promise you. Yeah. They're, we're tight, tight. And, man, I just want to give a shout out to them, dude. Like, oh, yeah. they they did the big goal where we had the, the big goal was to win. She won, I won. It was like when we got there, me and her teamed up. You know, like me and Jimbo went into their family's little hotel room. We worked together to figure out a lot of stuff. This is a lot of stuff I don't say about the show, but we worked. Like she brought a little mini setup at the at her hotel. And we worked on our stuff because of the curveball got threw in on both mm-hmm, of us. Yeah. And uh, anyway, man, like they needed a good woman that can knows her stuff and not afraid to work. And that was Amanda. And she knows her stuff and she is a true full and full moonshiner. And I don't care what anybody says. It's not a man's craft. That mm-hmm. is, that woman knows her stuff and is absolutely fantastic what she does. And she got put on a real show. Mark and Huck picked her up as her partner. Hey, so that's like, dope, dude. Dude, yeah. like she's doing things now. So like she ain't just a episode. Like she's going places with it. It's cool. See, I like Sorry about that. the Silver Cloud, which yeah. is pretty much uh, that's Sugar house Man's White Lightning. Yep. Yeah. It's really good. See, I thought that's what they was going to make me do and then make it corn. Yeah. That's their house mash. You know, like that's what they call their house mash. Silver Cloud is their mash. You know, you, it's really good. Yeah, it is good. Man, it is good. That's what Jimbo had to run. See, I, I, and I like that because it puts their own taste on it. Mm-hmm. 
that's why I love Sugarlands is because they're constantly they're quality too in a way. They're constantly evolving and they're keeping their quality up. It's not yeah twenty. Fast. It's not thirty proof of our, our new flavor yeah. blue raspberry. Right. It's like maple bacon and the blueberry. Yeah. Oh, brother, the blueberry muffin. Yeah. Have you had the blueberry muffin yet? I haven't. I have not. Dude. Good I don't. Stuff. I don't like fruity Is it thick mo- moonshine. Yeah. Blueberry muffin. It's like blueberry muffin. Just Sugarlands, or is yeah, it's a, a straight Sugarlands. I don't categorize blueberries as a fruit, though. What? What? Yeah, it sounds weird. I know. Listen, I get it. Explain. Yeah, I don't. Please. It doesn't. Is blueberries blackberry to me, a fruit? Yeah, blackberry is more fruity to me than blueberry. Okay. Sounds weird. Now explain. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Something about the, the taste profile of a blueberry just doesn't shout fruit at my, at oh, my taste. Like so, I so you lived in Luke. yeah. So you lived in Louisiana. You know what a Mayhaw is. Uh-huh. You do? Yeah. There was a moonshiner on Moonshiners called Pat and named Patty. Yeah. They released her Mayhaw moonshine. Yeah. And I really wanted... What was her dad's name? Was it Larry or was it... <sighs> Shit. I can't remember. Yeah. I remember them suckers killing about five, four and a half, five foot. Gators? Uh, no, water moccasin. Oh. Cottonmouth. Man, it's like they were state. going to their moonshine still. Yeah. I was like, if I got to do that to get to my ceiling, dude. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And remember hauling it down the river instead of on yeah. like a truck somewhere? They were, on a, they were on a fan boat. <laughs> yeah, they're going down the river and they got ga- the whole floor is shining, I'm thinking. Dude. That sounds like some slide L Louisiana shit right there. Oh, yeah. It was around the, it was in the bayou. I'm poking a hole at the <laughs> That's bottom. That's where, where I was. Slide L? Was that? Was slide L. Yeah. Help, slide my boat's L. sinking. And all these jars <laughs> float up. Like, I don't know where those came from. The <laughs> best part about Slidell was the high hose. Oh, yeah. High ho fries, man. Yep. If you go to Louisiana, look up a high hose. That's the, that's the place. I'm going to have to. I'm going to Biloxi in a couple months. Yeah. Biloxi. You Back to far. Biloxi. Yeah. You won't no. be far. Slidell and then, uh, golly, I'm going to butcher it. I ain't even going to attempt it. What the hell is it? Mm. It's like Nacogdoches, but it's not Nacogdoches, Texas. You know what I'm talking about? It's a, it's just north of Slidell. What the hell is it called? I don't know. You got Natchitoches. Is it Natchitoches? Natchitoches. Natchitoches. You got a... Uh, we'll Google it after. Yeah. What's that spring you passed? Uh, Silver Ooh. Springs or whatever yeah. it is? Right before you get there? Yeah, I was stationed down. I was down there and it was... It was it was a different... Different, you know... That's what I'm saying. Like, uh, if you would have went down... 20 30 miles south of you, yeah, it would have been a completely different Louisiana, yeah. If yeah. you go 20 30 miles north, completely different Louisiana, and same yeah. thing east and west, too. Like, once you start getting up around the neck of the boot, it completely flip flops. See, I was like, when we went to visit Shane, when he lived close to Bozier ish, I, I was in Monroe. Well, no, I mean, I was in like when y'all came to visit, we were still in like technically Shreveport, yeah, Shreveport. Yeah, when I Bozier. went there, I was like, are we in like West Mississippi? Because yeah. like it's nothing but trees and nothing. Yeah. Oh, really? <laughs> Louisiana is a weird place, man. And then, and we drove to get liquor or beer or something, and it come pouring down, and Shane drove us past his pond. He's like, this is where we fish and shit. He's like, there's gators in there. I was like, okay, maybe we're, we are in Louisiana. Yeah. Well, see, I, I, got, I get it now. I got the like true Louisiana welcome. When we first got there, we were still living on base at the time. And went to go to work one morning, and it was a baby alligator. On like, I had to push the screen door open to move the little baby <laughs> alligator because the house across the street from us on base, right behind it, was the base lake. Oh man! So they'd come up from right there all the time. Yeah. See, so it's like <clears throat> when I got there, I was like, so 
is this Louisiana? And he said, yeah. And, uh, he said, uh, he said, we went frog gigging today. And I was like, no shit. So we went to his friend's cookout at their house that night Mm -hmm. and they had bacon wrapped frog legs. Oh, buddy. Oh, yeah. And I was like, yeah, you ain't lying. Dude, I didn't leave the table for about five to eight (laughs) minutes. I'm just sitting there nomming on. I was like, I I really don't give a shit. If anybody else is coming to eat these, I'm eating them. Do you have them in the biscuit? Yeah, I put some in a biscuit. Okay. Cause no, you walked over and well, said, we well, "Slip like one in that biscuit, biscuit muffin mix." Yeah, yeah, yeah. See what's crazy, I, you know, which was from, illegal on base, by the way. That, that actually didn't happen. Yeah, that what's was illegal? Frog gigging on base. Oh, yeah, yeah you're we, not supposed to. But by God, we were tearing them. Shane's out now, uh, so he can say it. Yeah, yeah <laughs> I mean, we were lighting them on the bank. You know, up. You know, we we're talking about non-disclosure agreements. Yeah. before uh, we started <laughs> recording, Shane had that one. Well, military. actually. No, like not before y'all got there, because we we'd always have to park like a long ways off from where we would go in. There's a little bridge, and that's ten times out of ten where we'd light them up. Mm-hmm. That night, we actually found a doe carcass up on the bank that had probably a three foot gap missing out of the center of its stomach. Shit. Gator got it, no doubt. So we're gonna we're gonna ease on out of here. Yeah, move it on down the on down the creek a little bit. Light them up over here by the stump. But that night when we were walking out, there were like three security forces cops that like come driving by. And we're just walking down the side of the road. Obviously, shit. Well, oh, we threw that in the thing. We threw it in the woods. We had the frogs in the backpacks. Little drawstring backpacks. Mm -hmm. And when they went up to the curve and turned around, we smashed them on the ground real quick, tried to knock the frogs out, and then tossed them. They come up and they're like, what are y'all doing? Truck broke down. We were just headed back to the house to get a jump box. Y'all need a ride? That would that would be awesome. Yeah, if you don't mind. So they drove us back up. We got my buddy Keith's truck, and then he drove back down to my truck, and we <laughs> pretended to jump it off. Yeah. They took off. We pulled off the side of the road, grabbed everything, went back to the house. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's crazy, you know. We're from Walker County, Alabama, and when I got told I was going to Louisiana. I was like, oh, man, you know, that'd be cool, you know. They was like, yeah, you'll be right by Baton Rouge, you know. And I was like, oh, man, you know, Baton Rouge, LSU. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm going to go down there. I'm going to tight and get a finger stuck in my bow. Yeah. <laughs> I go down there, and uh, they're like, yeah, here's the address. Well, they get the address, and it's like Walker Parish, Louisiana. I was like, damn, can't get away from Walker County. <laughs> That's what I always told them. I was like, it didn't matter where I ended up. I always somehow found, like, something that reminded me of home. Yeah. Like wherever I was at, I was literally in Walker County, but it, you know Parish, they call yeah. it Parish. Yeah. Parish. I was in Walker Parish, Louisiana. It was crazy, right there. Slidell just right there. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about five minutes up there, <laughs> and I was like, "Ah, oh, my, can't get away from it." <laughs> so after the, we'll get back on track now. That, <laughs> now that after the show, and you got your license and everything, mm-hmm. what is uh, what's like the goal? I know we talked about a distillery, but is it just trying new flavors that you're legally able to try? Yes. Yes. So so what I have at home, I can play with myself. But um, I definitely want to try to branch out and hunt home my craft. But um, as far as the main, the biggest goal I have would be is to own a distillery here in Warren County. Um, the next biggest, or the, the goal right under that would be to get my liquor after the Sugarlands would be to get it in someone's distillery somewhere. Yeah. So, I don't know where that is yet. I, I've had a couple people talk to me here and there, but 
um, that's that's my biggest goal is to get my liquor out and known, you know, for the public to be like, man, I've seen it on TV, I tasted it, that's good, yeah, you know. So that's my that's my goal, but I, my biggest goal obviously is to get, you know, a distillery. But yes, I'm honing my craft daily. I'm trying to get every flavor I could think of to where if someone says, hey, man, sorry, I've got a butterscotch. I've got, I, okay, hey, I got a banana, pineapple, mango, cherry, apple, <laughs> strawberry, yeah. watermelon. What do you What do you want? <laughs> yeah, if it grows punch, on a tree, yeah. Blueberry, blackberry. <laughs> what do you need? Lemonade? I mean, I've got yeah. it, you know. So, you know, orange cream sickle. I mean, <laughs> that's our new one we're working on right now is orange cream sickle. So. I can't wait to try that, but we're so, hoping we've got some ideas working yeah, towards it. Turns it out so pretty good. Yeah, I've always, like I don't like the Dude, pops. Good. I don't like the pops. Yeah, oh yeah, me but neither. The flavor right there, it's like ask my wife. It's her it. favorite. I'm not going to tell you which master distiller won the show and made my wife a believer in orange cream sickle, but one did, and every hillbilly jam I come home <laughs> with several. Man, she's got to have it. She loves it. It don't matter how much I make. She's got to have it. So when I come up there for Hillbilly Jam, you're going to point me in the right direction. Oh, man. You're took care right, of, buddy. Sweet. Hell yeah. Oh, yeah. We're all gonna, I reckon we all going to go this year. It and make sounds it yeah. like it. You know, we're going to bring Walker County to the Hillbilly Jam. Shane. <laughs> That's it. Get the kids and wife ready. We're baby. We're, we're going. going. ready. We're going. So, so <laughs> Master of the Silver was filmed in Gatlinburg, right? Yes, sir. Right outside of Gatlinburg called Kodak. Oh, I know where that's at. Yeah. It's in between Pigeon Forge and Gatlinburg. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That little slab. Yes, yeah, sir. Literally. That's so dope, man. Yeah. <laughs> like, you don't think it's filmed right there. Yeah. Like, well, the only reason that Jimbo's was filmed inside Sugarland Distillery. No sh- Literally. At the back of that distillery, they took everything out and filmed his show. See, I watched it, and I was in, part of me was like, that looks really familiar. Yeah. Yeah, that back bar area and all that. Yeah. Yeah, that was in there. Dude, that's wild. Mm-hmm. I, like, every time we go, we get my, my you wife and I. You go in right now and all most of the liquor's to your left? Yeah. Okay. All that to the right, they filmed in there. So they shut it down for a little bit? They shut that off yeah. and just filmed. Now, that was the first episode ever. Dude. Now, mine was in, obviously in, that, in a side branch distillery. They own just a bottle and label liquors at. See, you know, this is a side bottling business. See, I had, uh, I won a Sugarlands giveaway at one point. Oh. You can ask Shane about my luck on giveaways. Are you good at it? He hits more often than he misses. <laughs> I've yeah. never hit I've my so, so I accidentally got yeah. into one and I won a bottle of Eagle Rare and I hadn't been back in one since then. So, yeah, go I, out 100%. Yeah, might go. as well. Put, yeah. put it this I've way. I've never won nothing. Yeah. Sugarlands, I won one from them. And I got a uh, flask, a t shirt, and a koozie, mm-hmm. and something else from them. So I filled their, uh, the koozie up, or the flask up with peppermint moonshine mm-hmm. before country sellout uh, Cole Swindell mm-hmm. took over the peppermint line. Yeah. So I filled it up with the peppermint. And in my old Jeep, I had like a under the seat or in the seat compartment, like I lift up the padding on the front uh, passenger seat. It's like a little compartment. Mm-hmm. I I filled it up with moonshine, took it, twisted barley. We got like blackout there one night. <laughs> and uh, I forgot it that was in that compartment. My wife had told me like months. She's like, you probably need to get that flask out. And I just forgot about it. Yeah. So I went to get it out and 
dude, it smelled so bad <laughs> when I opened that flask. I was like, oh. I was like, I know that's been in here for a solid two years. Oh, man. But I took the little leather covering off that had Sugarlands Distillery. Yeah. And I was really sad when they sold it, sold the peppermint line to uh, Cole Swindell because the peppermint moonshine slaps. Oh, yeah. Around Christmas time. You can use a lot of it, too. Yeah. And it's not like syrupy like you'd think a peppermint would be. But I took that flask out. And I was like, well, I got to throw the flask away. But I'm going to keep the leather covering. <laughs> I don't know what I'm going to put it on. Yeah. But I'm going to keep it. And uh, my get, my my luck with giveaways is just undefeated. Well, 52%. Yeah. But <clears throat> I love Sugarlands. Like, I give Old Smoky shit just because they come out with a flavor like every month. They're like, yeah. Go check out. Weak ass. Now, they're, they're canned cocktails. It's like, what did we try? Blackberry lemonade? Yes, that's exactly what it was. Was it black? Yeah. yeah. You ever seen the guy Dude. Daniel Maynard that uh, Mark that Mark and Digger uses as a hand that used to be with um, Mikey? They call Mikey. Um, what's his name? Mike. Nobody likes him. The little prick from. Yeah, Mexico. I know who you're talking about. Yeah. Anyway, nobody likes him. Quote unquote. He's okay. Anyway, from what I've met him, um, Daniel Maynard makes a blackberry lemonade, and we tried it at. The fire pit. That's that's like under the table stuff. <laughs> and I'm gonna tell you what. Passage are exclusive. There you yeah, go. Yeah, that's an exclusive. So it is, man. That's probably the best lemonade I've had in my life. Really? I'm talking about with or without alcohol. That is the best. It is good. Jasper Ball and Tap sells a Mr. Robot. It's like a blackberry sour ish beer. It's good. Good, dude. So good. Hmm. Did we? Yes, we had it that night. We were there. Yeah. Okay. Cool. <laughs> Smokey makes a whiskey, and I tried it one time, and it may sound crazy. You may have tried it, but it's habanero whiskey, the mango habanero, and it. I love it. I, I don't didn't like, it, I like it, but it's good. I got a bottle of it at the house. <laughs> well, it used to be a bottle. We're down to yeah, it's, whatever. It's like good. A fraction I, I of a like bottle it. is. I'm not big on it, but Mikey, Mike, what, Mike Cockrell. That's mm-hmm. his name, Mike Cockrell. He made, and he branched out of, obviously, he's not in Sugarlands because they have beef with him, but Mike Cockrell has a a little brand with Tennessee Shine Company, and it is jalapeno cornbread. Yeah, uh, yeah it, that's okay. right, yeah. It's jalapeno, jalapeno corn. cornbread. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, who else? Well, I know, I know my wife took one sip. I won't even say she took like a shot because I, I don't think it Please don't barely touched her tongue. Of it. Please don't. I don't Do want to bash nobody or hurt nobody's feelings. It was that, it was that habanero. Mango? That mango habanero. Yeah. It like hit her tongue and it was just like an instant reaction. It hit the floor along with some other stomach. I won't <laughs> get out. Dude, I yeah. loved the habanero. Yeah, mango. I like. Yeah, I mean, I, I won't go why. as far to say as I love it, but I like it. It was good, like like wintertime drink. I'm I a spicy it. guy though. So yeah, like, I like. Yeah, as a I'm person a, that deals with heartburn like that. and acid reflux. Oh yeah, it was a good tasting whiskey. But yeah, that's me. It. Me and you on the same track, yeah. buddy. Couldn't I can't have it. too much. I like a little kick every now and again, but not salted caramel or right. salted watermelon whiskey oh, that yeah, they do. Yeah, hand it to me, please. Now, I like I, I like, it. like Louisiana hot sauce. I literally eat it on anything. I love it. Have y'all been to Black Rock? Black Rock, yeah. Bistro, that's that's yeah. the place, buddy. That, <laughs> I didn't even have to say it. <laughs> there you yeah. go. That's the number that, one place. Their their okra, the place. their okra that they 
fry and shake in the Louisiana hot sauce. I that could be my meal for the day. Yeah, that that's the place right there. I mean, I don't know. I kind of, I kind of, I just always been around the hot stuff, kind of. So yeah. like, you know, I just that's just what I like. Louisiana that, hot sauce. I eat it on anything. Louisiana hot sauce is probably the best hot sauce. Oh yeah. Well, like when I was in Louisiana, and it was kind of off. When I was in Louisiana, there's a place called Snowtop, and uh, it was kind of like the Frosty Mug, but okay. it's in Louisiana, it's in Slidell, Louisiana. Yeah. And uh, they had a what they called a Cajun cheeseburger, and it come like you know you get from like pizza bar around here, a foot long cheeseburger, and it was it <laughs> yes. had a homemade homemade hot sauce that they put on it. No was shit. From you know Louisiana, and I you feel like that's a good. dangerous game right there too. Yeah. How exactly do you get like my protein shakes? Which I use, I use almond milk. My protein shakes, so and that's good. That's there's good. there's some color there. Yeah. Almond How do you get good. banana moonshine to a clear state? Okay. Um, on my episode, you can get any fruit or any whatever you want to use, so to speak, clear. So if you watch my episode, you'll see exactly how I done it. You can put your mat if you do it from the mash or how I done it. You can have clear liquor and then make it a certain flavor clear, or you can do it straight from the mash. You can mash in if you got a fifty gallon pot and you want to do a fifty gallon mash and mash in fifty gallons worth of um, apples or bananas or whatever, and then or pounds and then do fifty gallon or fifty pounds of sugar. That the rule of thumb is one one and one. Yeah. For anybody that starts out, you do 50 pounds of whatever fruit or grains you're doing, and then 50 pounds of whatever, obviously your sugar, and then 50 pounds of water, or 50 gallons of water, excuse me. So if you do that with whatever fruit you're doing, when you run that, it's going to taste, you know, it's going to have that hint of banana or whatever you run, but it's going to come out as clear as what I'm fixing to take a sip of corn <laughs> right now. Which is some count, too. Yeah. Yeah, man. Hey, look. There's Don't, not a whole I, lot of hundred proof you could take a gulp of and and still feel and like, enjoy it. Yeah, uh huh. You know that's real corny, hey, <laughs> so to speak. <laughs> I see what you did there, and I respect that. Yeah, as so, a dad joke aficionado. Yeah, I respect hey, man. you. Gotta love it. Well, so as you continue listening to Passage Art, you'll find out <laughs> Shane is. Just go to season episode <laughs> Passage Art two point five from their own. Oh, buddy, you'll that's get all. yourself into some trouble. <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's an off the rails. Uh, ride you getting on there <laughs> so yeah man, man it's, good. it's it's easy man you can you can do it with anything <laughs> which that's 100 proof that's what if you turned into the judges that's a perfect jar to them now some people <sighs> clear liquor wise want 80 i'm a dragon breathing fart yeah <laughs> some people want 120 it's just really what you prefer so i met a happy yeah. medium there and put it at 100 so See, if I get like a barrel proof bourbon, mm-hmm. it's like 120 to 140 proof, I put, I'll go half and half with water. Right. Yeah. Which water does bring out flavor. In Which bourbon. is why that feels a little warm to you, you know? Yeah. <laughs> no, it feels like I just poured my me- Mexican hot sauce under my tongue. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> you make me feel bad. I feel like I've done a bad job. No, that's the, it's phenomenal. Like, I love my liquor, so it's mm. like... Yeah, I appreciate it. I'll put a splash of water in that and sip it. Mm. But, dude, it's so good. Yeah, I appreciate that. You you are a master distiller. 
Yeah, for it. sure. Honestly, I do. I really well, appreciate you've, it. Not only have you won the title on a TV show, but you are. I appreciate that. We've got one, two. We're only gonna drink like two sips of that for TikTok, right? Which one? The butterscotch. Which one? Mm, no, I'll be honest. No, I'm gonna take. I'm gonna take some pulls on that. Our goods. I have to save some for my person in my family mm-hmm. that I told Jonathan about. That yeah, makes their moonshine. Yeah, he's gonna get a sip of that. Well, I, I told him. <laughs> I prefer not to be the last. And see, he. I told them during the uh, the break in the episode, like some of that's got to come with me tonight because I need to absolutely shit he on some no. of the people at <laughs> work. Nope, stay in my house. That's fair. All right. <laughs> so we just got over how you can get anything clear if you run. Yes, it. thank you. Running it through the steel will get it clear. Yeah. Now after the steel is when you turn it a color and flavor it a little more heavily. Heavily. Okay. So before, if you want it to be. A hint, and then some uh, more strong of a bite than flavor. You run it through the still. So okay. So how much? How did you perfect the science of getting the heads out? Man, there's a rule of thumb that most people use. If you've got under a hundred, a hundred gallon steel, you know, like four ounces, you know, six ounces, somewhere around there, you're way too safe. Explain you what know. the heads are. Heads is. No good, but unless you're lighting a fire. Heads is no good. So, uh, like like I said, when you run heads off of the steel there, or four, they even call it four shots. It just depends on what part of the country you're from. But um, Medusa, shots. if you're overseas, I think. Yeah, they call it four shots and heads around here, but more heads than anything. So, it can make you go blind, and, and I have heard of old wise tales in some cases. If you drink a whole lot, it could kill you. So yeah, I mean, uh, makes it, sense. It's pretty yeah. much airplane fuel. Yes, it is. What talking about JPA? It is no longer ethanol. What you're producing, it is methanol, which is very, very bad. So you That'll throw depends a torch. on what part of our county you torch. It will throw a torch. I will tell you this: I lit a fire with the heads I threw today with some wet wood. And right. it is burning when I left the house to come here. Damn. And I lit that at 4.30 this evening. Smokey the bear says, not good. Yeah, <laughs> but it's in a controlled fire pit. So that's what matters. Okay, but, that's what matters. But it is no joke, man. I'm telling you, that stuff's high. It was like, when it came out, it was 175, I think. Holy That's what it come out as. And that yeah. was my first That yeah. was my first jar on that one run. So, I mean, and it gets higher than that. The more I can run something, the, more, the higher it'll get. You know, you can run what's just called a sour mash. I don't know if you guys are not, which you kind of yeah. sound like you know that. Yeah. So a sour mash is like when you run, you know, your normal mash, you make a mash and you run that liquor, you remash in on top of your grains that's sitting there. That's called a sour mash. Yep. It gets nothing but smoother and higher proof. It's crazy how it does that. That's the best of both worlds, but it does that. So you can do that four to five times. You could do it five times. Holy shit. But um, I always stop at four just to be safe. But, um, yeah, man, and it only gets higher. So I stopped. I had 175 liquor on a small, simple setup. If I would have been running my uh, jar setup, I'd have had 190 easy. <sighs> so, um, yeah, man, I mean, 175, I have a jar of 175 at the house. I could douse on there, throw a match in the middle of it, and then it will burn anything sitting there. It's Damn. crazy. Wow. I can put it in a plastic cup. I kind of want to try it. Like, I know I you should. You put it in a styrofoam cup, leak, and like, it'll melt through it like 
gas. Like, no yeah. shit. Oh, it will for sure. Yeah. But also, what's crazy is like I don't want you know it them little. I don't want to try a lot of it, but I want it to hit my lips. Yeah, you know the cups like, that you feed and water so, no. chicken you smell with? it. You them little black it. hard plastic cups. Yeah, I poured a bunch of heads in there one time, like this thick in the bottom of it, maybe two or three inches. To where it was enough that, to sit that, there that for a second. That was a solid eight or nine inches that you just displayed right there. Oh, I was just kidding. <laughs> I put like two or three inches worth of liquor in the bottom of a like a uh, a cup for you feed whatever chickens or hog whatever you got at your house, and uh, I put it in there and I just lit it. What's so crazy about that liquor? It's so hot that it would sit there and just burn off. It didn't melt that cup until it was there's no more liquid in mm-hmm. that cup. And the cup was so hot, it finally started melting. It wasn't like it just, boom, and that liquor ran out of the cup. Nah. It sat there and burned in that cup. for it Like I had a steel cup. It was steel almost. <laughs> it sat there and burned so hot. And, it always, and then over time, when it finally burned all that liquor out of it, it was so hot, it just went and just melted. Dang it was crazy. It was Lord. weird. It was a weird thing. I thought it was high almost. I was like, dude, am I seeing something? <laughs> it was weird. That's wild. That that yeah. You can make some dangerous stuff out yeah. there, man. You can. A lot and of people are saying you have like, to be good with your cuts. You yeah. cannot give somebody nothing. That's gonna. I mean, this thing. If it didn't burn plastic and then disintegrated it, what would it do to you? Literally, you know, like literal rock gut. Literally, like yeah. You don't want to do that to nobody, man. Dude, that's wild. <laughs> hard to think about. Yeah, it's you different. know something. Would legit melt the cup. It's literally racing fuel when yeah. it first comes out. At that out. point, yeah. yeah. So how how long do you typically have to wait before you start jarring? Um. Well, if you do it correctly in our setup, we probably run three hours at least before the first drop. So that's when we light the fire until that's everything drop. heating up. You know, you know, yeah. before it ever runs out. Pot to the head to the arm to the thumper to the arm to the condenser worm until it comes out. It's probably three hours at least. So the worm's the final stop. Yeah. The worm or, or the worm. condenser. Some people yeah. don't have a worm. I don't have a worm. I changed. I got. I done away with the worm. It's a lot harder to. It's easier to run with a condenser than a worm. So, but and anyway. you could legally do this. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's what I love to hear. Yeah. It's <laughs> like, hey, I'm out, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't do anything illegally wise as far yeah. as sell it to someone well, or whatever. So. Is it is it illegal just because like it can't be taxed, right? Yes, that's mm-hmm. the illegal part. Okay. So I can't sell it, you yeah. know, obviously. So. That's what makes Moonshine awesome. You sell $25 for a jar? Guess what? You're getting all twenty five dollars for the jar. Right. Well that's why they got a problem. that's why the old federal government got a problem with it. Yeah. You know, they can't tax it. Mm-hmm. Guess what? It's probably better for you than uh Coca Cola. Yeah. Yeah. Oh no, one hundred percent. Not yeah. nearly as many additives. I mean, literally all it is is water, sugar, and corn. Mm-hmm. Yeast. You know what I mean? And the yeast don't you know These are natural ingredients. Yeah, I mean it's I think so I like beer. Kill you. Mm-hmm. Beer's legal. Yeah. Yeah. So let's legalize moonshine. Well, yeah. beer is legal after, <laughs> you know, the whole prohibition. Well, era liquor's and, legal. Yeah. Yeah? Why not? You know, I don't, I don't see the difference in moonshine and Jack Daniels. You know what I mean? If they can produce that and sell that, why can't you do? Yeah. You know Let me I mean? tell you, 
I can taste the charcoal in Jack Daniels, so that's why I don't drink it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I can't do it. I don't, a, I don't like what? Jack Daniels. I'm a wild turkey guy all the way. Wild turkey 101, gang that's gang. It. That's his That's his forte. Well, he said he drinks it like straight. Chugs it. Yeah, straight. I can drink like a half of, like a, Half of a whiskey glass, little finger action. See, we'll, I learned a lot. No, about four know. finger four action. Finger? Okay, we'll get four finger action. Damn, you going deep? And then I'm like, <laughs> Drake gonna go not not. I can tell you, <laughs> I'm actually get some wild two. turkey one on one and a Dr Pepper. A lot more control. You, may, you know, like I like my I like my <laughs> bourbon. I like like a straight pour. I'll I like put, wild turkey bourbon. If it's a barrel proof, I'll put a splash of water in because barrel proof is typically 140 to 160. Yeah. So it's like, you need some water in there oh, to yeah. break up those flavors. But and we just think 101 is what you're drinking there, basically. Yeah. Proof-wise. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm going to put some oak chips. I'm just kidding. Right. <laughs> if I put like, some oak chips in that and send a picture of me, you some wood in the there, like, what are you, what are you doing to my moonshine? There you go. You wouldn't be the first person to ever put oak chips really? in there. Really? Nope. Somebody's put oak chips in your, in your whiskey? I have. <laughs> okay. So, me, mother. <laughs> but no, it's like. Mwah. See, I like bourbon because I like moonshine. Do a little bit I of like heavy moonshine and first. a little bit of light at the same time. See, I like. Uh, you find your happy medium. So, one more question for you. What if you poured that over your wild turkey 101? Mm. <laughs> I want to sleep very fast. That'd be, yeah. a, that'd be one of them. It would be. A, it wouldn't really be a thunder chicken. It'd be more like a, a snoring chicken. You know? <laughs> you know the saying: "Don't mix light with dark. Uh, yeah. Don't mix white lightning with brown thunder." Well, what if that's mm. a perfect mix, though? Mm. I mean, no. I ain't ever messed with no, it. But I'm gonna let somebody else fight that battle. Let me know yeah. how. It I'm not gonna up. do it because then you get what they call a hurricane <laughs> headache. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and let me tell you, I'm on. I'm hurricanes ain't no joke neither. They'll get on you quick. I'm 32 and a half, and I can already tell tomorrow's suck. No, I'm looking forward to it. (laughs) So with what you're doing now, and we've already discussed your future, Mm -hmm. well, plans for the future. Mm -hmm. Do you feel like without Master Distiller, any of this will be possible? Yeah. Yes, I do. I feel like, man. Let's go without. I love that. Honestly, I do, man. I, I, I just try not to be one of them guys that get a big head or something like that, dude. I got such good friends. I don't want to say that. You know, without that title, it would be hard for me to bring this jar to you or to prove that. Hey, look, this is good. You know, I know that old Joe down the road makes good liquor you've had all your life, but like this is better. Mm-hmm. It would be hard for me to say that, right. and I still can't. I don't care that I've had that title to an extent because I'm not one of these guys that down anybody. I want everybody to win. But I know that jar is good. I'm not going to say it's the best you've ever had in your life, but I know that jar is good. Well, it is. You can't tell me, hey, that jar's bad, you know? Yeah, no. But wouldn't imagine that. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't wouldn't want that, obviously. But, I mean, if that's your opinion, it's your opinion. You're entitled to it. But do I believe that's a bad jar? No, but without that title under my belt, Honestly, it would be hard for me to be where I'm at. Honestly, yeah. it would be hard for me to really believe in the dream I have. Like at one point in time, I would think like going, okay, I've been accepted to the show. Now my mind's going a million miles an hour, right? Mm-hmm. So I haven't won yet. And I'm thinking, dude, if I just win, it's going to come. If I, I, I ha- if I don't win, nothing's possible. 
Like, if I don't win, I don't get a distillery. If I don't win, my shine never goes to the store. If I don't win, you know, it was just a second of fame. I get a couple of guys here and there wanting to try some sh- some shit, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's just it. But winning, it's like I get several people wanting to try some shit. Yeah. I get a couple people wanting to get me in their stores. A distillery is possible. It's hard. It, it, it is hard. But it's possible. Mm-hmm. And I'm one of these guys, I ain't going to give up. To be honest with you, you know, like, you had to beat the hell out of me in a fight. You know? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I ain't go, I ain't no badass I, yeah, at, I, at all. I can't whoop everybody. But I'm telling you one thing. By God, you had it, to whoop me. Bring so a lunch pail. I, I don't have no quit in me. So, I believe, honestly, I believe that it's possible. So, definitely, dude, that title puts me in nothing but a forward step yeah. in my dream. I, I believe I it's possible, it. especially with yeah. the platform you've been given at and, this yeah. point. You know what's crazy, man? I see and my gonna uncle. Be gi- and going to be given. Because yeah. you haven't even hit uh, right. Sugarland Show That's yet. it. Yeah. That, that's right, man. And and to see my uncle dream something, and to, you know, a lot of times when you pass something on, man, someone like, I see kids all the time don't share the same dream as their, as their parents. And there's nothing wrong with that. But to see me share that dream with my uncle, it's Honestly, it's rewarding to me in a sense that he'll never understand, but it's also rewarding to him that I'll never understand. Yeah, yeah right. you know, so I respect him to that to that you know extent to see that I'm trying to carry on his dream mm-hmm. as well as mine. So it's cool that they line up to where, especially now that both of y'all have won. Now, yeah. now that dream that he might not have seen that you did can right. kind of come to fruition. Yeah, 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 man. We're and both, y'all get to share it together, man. We're pushing, man. We are, we are. Okay, so closing out. Yes, sir. In- one sentence. Bringing a distillery of your product to Walker County, what would that mean? What would it mean? Yeah. I think it would fulfill my life purpose. I think that bringing that to Walker County would be one of the biggest things that I have personally seen someone that wasn't supposed to mean anything. The statistics of a fatherless and motherless child making something of themselves and bringing something for their county, I think it would be huge. I really think, I really do think that that would be a a magnificent thing, just in itself. So for someone with a statistic of should fail, and fully succeed and bring something so positive and true and caring and every word you can put behind it, I don't see how it would fail. <laughs> I think, honestly, I think that, I think if it gets up and going, man, I think that the, the support of people around me, they'll, they'll believe in me. Oh, I, yeah. I yeah. think they'll see the true heart behind me. I think they'll see that I'm not after their pockets. I'm after their love and their mm-hmm. care and their support. I think that they'll see that, I'm just a friend, you yeah. know, trying to make it. I'm trying to help us all get along, man. Yep. I ain't here for you to fall and me to succeed. I'm here to pick you up when you're down. I'm saying, you know, and the vice versa. So I think Walker County's on the map, man. I think I just want to push this forward. That's it. Day by day, brick. That's it. Brick. God, that was beautiful. Kalen closing out. Well, man, I mean, if he, if, you know, he can get that still, uh, that distillery up and running, you know, just think of all the jobs, you know, that it would help us out, you know. And, I mean, it'd be, you know, a dream of his, you know. And, I mean, he's my best friend, you know. It'd be a dream of mine, you know, to see him 
you know, prosper off that, you know, get everything you ever wanted, you know what I mean? Because like he said, you know, growing up, you know, without a dad or anything in your life, you know, I mean, he did that all on his own, you know what I mean? His uncle helped him, you know, but I mean, most of it's self-taught, you know what I mean? Yeah. You got to want to. Yeah, you there know? you go. Right. That nailed it right there. That you got to put the want to in there. Yep. <clears throat> you ain't got that want to, you ain't going nowhere but to the county jail. That's it. Dude, we're lucky to have people artistically, whether it's painting or liquor, mm-hmm. here in this county. And you're one of those people that on, on a national audience was able to go on there and show, like, this is what I do. This is what I'm good at. Boys, I really, I really, Might hit really. y'all up when that turkey season kicks off. <laughs> Please do. Yeah. Yeah, do it. We That's love my favorite it, time of the year That's, here, the turkey's gobbling. Yeah. Turkey, fishing, hunt, do we love it. Yeah, we'll we'll go fishing one day. Need to. Oh, yeah. We got the spot. Y'all just please come. Oh, yeah. Boys, I appreciate the moonshine. Yes, Boy, sir. Yeah. And I appreciate y'all God, coming. Yeah. Oh, it ain't no problem. In in that particular order. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. No, uh, you'll find us on TikTok reviewing this moonshine at Passage Art Podcast. Shortly. Shortly. Y'all, I appreciate y'all coming on for real. Like, I, this has been a fun talk. You know, getting the tv side of things and getting the real walker county side yeah right. the authenticity <clears throat> yeah yeah you know letting letting people know how they you can do it legally yeah yeah absolutely and hopefully one day we'll see you a store a bar etc whatever you want to call it mm-hmm. oh i don't i don't think we're right hopefully here. i yeah. think we're undoubtedly yeah we're there yeah so we're pushing man we're pushing but no, I appreciate y'all's time. I know it's ran long, but <clears throat> worth it. People oh, people sure. will enjoy this episode. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So, folks, I'm Drake Pittman, and if that jar is not empty, pass that thing around. Love your neighbor. Talk to someone different than you. Drink some moonshine. And we'll see you next time on Pass the Jar.